AU100 is W-A-U-E. Waverly, Auburn, Opelika, home of the Lee Scott Warriors on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. is a presentation of Radio Alabama Sports. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. This is the Lee Scott Football Kickoff Show on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Scott Field at Lee Scott Academy. You're listening to Lee Scott Football brought to you by Auburn Express Towing on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Noah Gardner here with you on the Lee Scott Football kickoff show to get you guys set for tonight's critical region tilt between your Lee Scott Warriors and the Pike Patriots. Well, last week, it was a dandy, wasn't it? One that you all soon forget. Last week's 23-22 win over Glenwood was the first win over the Gators since 2017. And for this week's game against Pike, it has set up Lee Scott with a shot to take over the driver's seat in the region. The Warriors didn't have long to celebrate as the week flipped over to another tall task in the Pike Patriots. If you'll remember last season, Lee Scott made the trip on a rainy Friday night to Troy, Alabama and lost on the road 56-0 to a revamped Pike program led by second-year head coach Mario White. The question is if the shoe was on the other foot as Pike makes the trip to the Plains to face a revamped and electric Lee Scott program. One that has belief, one that has confidence, one that's dangerous and already took down one of the titans of AISA last week. The defending state champions may be coming to play tonight, but as Han Solo once said, never tell me the odds. And don't limit this Warrior team by them either because they just might surprise you. Now welcome my broadcast partner into the booth, Larry Humphrey. Larry, as I mentioned a moment ago, last week it was a dandy. I woke up this morning. I couldn't believe that it was already Friday night. Likewise, the Warriors didn't have long to celebrate as another AISA Titan is coming to their place in back-to-back weeks. Yes, they have, Noah. Uh, like you said, there was not a lot of not a lot of celebration time, but uh, it looks like everybody's here, a lot of fans. There's some from Pike over here. Everybody's ready to go, and, uh, you know, let's see if we can't play a whole game again like we did last week. Everyone contributed. Uh, the guys on the sideline, they were in the game the whole time, you know, cheering on, helping any way they could. So let's see if we can't do it again tonight. Buster Daniel high-fiving guys everywhere after touchdowns, big sure. plays on defense. There was a lot of energy and excitement here. Once again, I can't believe it's already been a week since we saw fans storm this field. And one thing that has been a theme in practice is kind of like, you got to turn the page. You can't stay on last Friday either. And I'll be honest. I've had a hard time turning the page this week because, once again, I can't believe that it's already Friday night. I've been thinking all week about last Friday, but here we are. You've got the defending state champions at your doorstep. Still talking about last week, though, before we do flip the page here on the broadcast. Looking at last week, this team finally did turn the corner. Last week really was a program-building win for this team, something they hadn't done yet. It really was. You know, put a lot of confidence in these guys. Offensive line, defensive line. Um, Tate McKelvey. You know, I can name lots of guys. Uh, Dylan Bush, J.J. Myers. You can go down the road, you know, and um, all played so well. And um, 
and I'm leaving a lot of guys out. I, you know, I sort of hate to call those guys' name out because everyone contributed. Everyone played the whole game. We had freshmen playing. Two freshmen played last week against the Glenwood Gators. You know, they had to learn a lot, gain a lot, you know. so and They're going to play again this week. Yeah, I think they will. And if you played like they did last week, I'd play them all year long. You've got an extremely young outside linebacker core. Of course, you got a couple of juniors mixed in there, but we saw guys like Tyler Kennedy get in there, play some linebacker, made some big plays. Chandler Martin playing over there. Cam Arwood's getting to play some nose guard. He stepped in recently. you got a pretty young center in Connor Stewart, a sophomore that's taken over that starting job on the offensive line. You look across the board, you got young guys contributing, and everybody's competing for a job out here. Boy, don't that look good for the years to come. That does, and then you look down the line, you see the Pee Wee and the JV team swept Glenwood as well. All three. All three teams won. And you know, me and you have talked a lot of times about Buster Daniel talking about the younger kids out there and like, hey, we got to get to that point, get those kids that's, up here in the varsity exactly program because right. yeah, they're has, good. He has really bragged on those young guys. With the focus now shifting to Pike, the defending state champions, they're trying to come to your house now to beat you in front of your fans. And look, last season it wasn't good. Pike didn't just win, it was 56-0. to And you and I watching it, we saw guys getting hit sometimes. There were some unsportsmanlike conducts after plays and whatnot. It was chippy last year oh, for yeah. a 56-0 to ball game. A lot of emotions have to be baked into this ball game, especially on top of that, the storylines that speak to the fact that the winner tonight, they're probably going to win the region that that's a great feeling that's a lot to play for just in that itself you know but like you said last year we were intimidated our guys did not want to be there like you said it was raining and their guys made it a point they they had our they had us down and they held us down and didn't let us up with a win tonight lee scott can take over the region we're going to step aside for just a moment. When we come back, I'll take you through the region roundup as we look at the other games happening in the region. You're listening to the Lee Scott Football Kickoff Show on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Whether you're a senior golfer or pro athlete, high school football player, or little league superstar, injuries are sometimes just part of the game. When it happens, it's nice to know the Orthopedic Clinic is here to get you back in action. The team of physicians at the Orthopedic Clinic offer the latest in treatment, procedure options, and complete rehabilitation for knees, hips, ankles, spine, and more. Don't let aches and sprains or more serious orthopedic issues keep you on the sideline. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Sometimes you can't control your circumstances, just like you couldn't control that texting teenager ramming into the back of your new car. Or wildlife deciding to take a moonlight stroll in front of you on the highway. There! Oh, dear. But you can control how you react. When your vehicle needs a lift, call Auburn Express Towing at 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, your hometown attorney. My roots run deep in Auburn, Opelika. It was on these gridiron fields where I learned to win on Friday nights, just like I do today inside the courtroom. This season, let me be on your winning team. Our firm specializes in family law, criminal defense, car wrecks, and DUIs. You can visit our website at alsolaw.com or swing by our brand new office at 114 North 9th Street in downtown Opelika. Alsterbrook Law Group, proud supporter of the Lee Scott Warriors. Melissa Etheridge returns in concert with her 2021 tour. October 19th, the Gouge Performing Arts.
Sports Center at Auburn University. Melissa Etheridge, live. Performing music from her new album, The Medicine Show. Available now. And her classes. Tickets on sale now at goosecentertickets.auburn.edu. Melissa Etheridge, in concert. Russell Building Supply and Home Center is just around the corner in a brand new convenient location with a wide selection of grills, hardware, tools, paint, lawn and garden, and much more. The new store offers more home improvement items along with other helpful conveniences like a drive through lumber yard and our best rewards program, making it an ideal destination for do-it-yourselfers and professional contractors. Get ready for game day on the plains by stocking up on all your Auburn tailgating gear at Russell Building Supply and Home Center. The official motions for quiet. That's Ed from Auburn Bank looking over another commercial loan application. He's assessing the capital needs of the small business. Long-term local relationships are his specialty. The client's liking it. They're really liking it. They love it. Exactly the hands-on experience they were looking for. Another local business with the capital they need for a big win. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn. We live in a world that is constantly changing, and the Car Stereo Shop is changing with it. The Internet has created options for shopping and a misconception that your best deals are online. Not always is the cheapest price your best deal. Here's what you can expect at the Car Stereo Shop. Competitive pricing, quality products, a sales staff with outstanding product knowledge, the best warranties, and the best customer service. Come by the store at 1914 Opelika Road or visit us on Facebook or Instagram. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you. Online at theorthoclinic.com. Now, back to the action. Back on the Lee Scott Football Kickoff Show, Noah Gardner and Larry Humphrey with you on AU100 in the Lee Scott Sports Network Facebook page. We're about 20 minutes out from the start of tonight's game between Lee Scott and Pike. Let's get into the region roundup and look at some of the other games happening around the area. Week 2 of region play in AISA 3A. The other game taking place in Lee Scott's region tonight is Valiant Cross Academy at Glenwood. After losing to Lee Scott 23-22 last week, Glenwood's got a losing record. 1-2 on the year and 0-1 in the region. Valiant Cross is 1-0 after beating Macon East 18-17 two weeks ago. And they're coming off a bye going into this game to open region play. Their defense is faced against a high-powered Glenwood offense that is scoring 33.3 points per game this season. Glenwood beat Valiant 42-6 last season in the only meeting between Thank the two you, schools. With only five teams in Region 1, Hooper Academy is off tonight, and they may need the break after getting dropped 0-2 last week with a 63-0 loss to Pike. Only one team in Region 2 is unblemished, and it's Morgan Academy. The Senators are 2-0 on the year and 1-0 in region play, defeating Clark Prep 34-6 last week. They hit the road to play Monroe Academy this week, who is 0-2 after losing to Bessemer 28-6 last week. Morgan defeated Monroe last season 34-20, but Monroe leads the all-time series 23-14. 
Both Bessemer and Tuscaloosa got into the win column last week, and they face each other looking to get above 500. Both teams are 1-1 one one overall and 1-0 and oh in the region, with tonight's game having huge playoff hosting implications. Bessemer won last year's meeting 40-27, to and they lead the series 25-14. to Looking at another team on Lee Scott's schedule, but we, but we step down to double-A and 0-3. Springwood squad is licking its wounds after getting beat by Chambers 49-0. to Through their first three games, Springwood has been outscored 141-22. to They host Banks Academy for their first home game of the season. Banks is 2-1 overall, but 0-1 in the region. Springwood beat the Jets 40-14 to last season in the series' only meeting. Moving over to the HSAA, Auburn High School will host Dothan in a region game at Doug Sanford Stadium. Auburn is 3-0, playing stifling defense to start the year. The Tigers are holding opponents to just 9.3 points per game. On the other side, Dothan is 1-1, losing to Enterprise 48-17 last week. The Wolves may have issues scoring as they are only averaging 14 points per game through their first two games. Auburn beat Dothan 43-13 in their only meeting in series history. Opelika got their first win of the season by defeating Sydney Lanier 24-7 last week. The Bulldogs take on Ufala in a major region game tonight at Bulldogs Stadium. Whoever wins will put themselves in a very good position to take the region. Opelika beat Ufala last season 28-21. With these two teams being pretty familiar with each other, the makings of a future rivalry game as those two teams may be in the same region for quite some time. Ufala leads the all-time series 20-12. That's it for our region roundup. When we come back, we'll take a listen to the conversation I had earlier today with Buster Daniel to preview tonight's matchup with Pike. You're listening to Lee Scott Football, presented by Auburn Express Towing. At Glenn Smith in Opelika, we love this time of the year with all the excitement of football. We also love that Glenn Smith can play a part in supporting high school sports. We salute the team, coaches, band, the cheerleaders, and of course the families and fans. We are proud to be your Chevrolet Buick and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet Buick GMC. Get ready to smile. Hey, it's Zach Blackerby with the Auburn Network, and I want to tell you about Workout Anytime. Workout Anytime is the newest gym in the Auburn Nopalika area. It's open 24-7, so you can work out when it best fits your schedule. I love working out there because of the great cardio options, free weights. They have individual training options, as well as hydrotherapy beds. They even have tanning. Go by and see what Workout Anytime has to offer. They're located at 501 Second Avenue in historic downtown Opelika, or give them a call at 334-737-6. Six six four five. You're listening to Lee Scott Warrior Football, brought to you by Auburn Express Towing on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Now back to the action. Now joined by Lee Scott Football head coach Buster Daniel. Coach, appreciate you taking the time to speak with us today. How you doing? Man, I'm doing well. Doing well. Great day. Coach, opening up. Region play, you guys take down Glenwood 23-22. to Talk to me a little bit about how big of a region win that was and a program-building win that is for you. Yeah, it was a big region win, but, you know, more, more than that, it was a big win for our football team, our program, and our school. You know, uh, as a big rival. Uh, finding out more and more how big a rival it really is with Glenwood and uh, Lee Scott. But uh, it was a great win for our, our whole school and uh, the kids and this uh, momentum building into the into the rest of the season. The team digs deep. They come up with a 
stop on fourth down late in the ball game. What did you learn about your team on both sides of the football in that game where at times you may think, well, these guys, you know, they, they have a top 25 player in the country on, on their side, but you guys rose to the challenge and made something happen? Yeah, you know, our, our guys, we've been trying. It was a great place for full day. You're exactly right. Uh, you know, Joseph uh, Horn made a great play on that. They knocked the ball down there. You know, and, then, and, the, and the biggest reason he was able to do that because all the receivers were covered. Our guys played great in the secondary. But uh, what I learned about our kids, hey, I mean, they for, for a year and a half now, we've been trying to get them to learn how to fight through adversity. And uh, they, they did that two, three, four, five times Friday night. You know, they'd go down or have a bad play. Uh, Any time during the game, they could have laid down and said, well, here we go again. But they didn't. And, uh, you know, they kept fighting back and fighting back and fighting back and finding a way to score to win the game. Looking at that ball game several times throughout it, you can look at Tate McKelvey, and he had 20 carries for 114 yards. At halftime, he's leading the team in passing, rushing, receiving. He was kind of doing it all. And you see him, you know, saying, hey, I need a sub, and, and you guys take a timeout. Uh, take me through Tate McKelvey's performance against Glenwood and him laying it all on the line. Yeah, he uh, takes a special player for us, you know, and he, he, he does it all. He he had receiving yards, he had passing yards, he had rushing yards, he had a couple of tackles probably, you know, and I think he even served some guys some water uh, during halftime. But, uh, but you know, he, he does it all, but, you know, Tate, to be able to do that, our, all our guys played well Friday night. They gave him holes to run in, and, you know, Ryan uh, Deering came in and, and played some quarterback, and he was the one throwing the ball to Tate when he was getting those receiving yards. So, yeah, but, but you know, Tate's a, he's a special young man. He's a, he's a, our leader on the field. Um, so he had a great night, and I was glad to see that. Switching gears now to this week against Pike. What's practice looked like for you guys? I was out there earlier this week. It seems like the the focus, and, and, and maybe this isn't quite as equal of a comparison, but it's kind of the, the Nick Saban rat poison kind of thing where you're like, hey, you guys haven't done anything yet. Keep focusing. Keep working. Exactly right. You know, we had we celebrated all weekend and, and came back in on Monday and ready to go to practice. And I told him, I said, look, this thing is over now. You know, you won the big game, you beat your big rival, but you know, we we still have seven games on our schedule. We got to play, so we got to come back down to earth. And uh, you know, we had to knock them down a couple of times this week to get them refocused on the on the task at hand. You know, we got Pike coming in, which is uh, you know as athletic if not more than Glenwood. Um, so we, and we've got to play a perfect game to be able to beat them. You know, kind of like what we did last week against Glenwood. So we got to get them refocused and, and get them to understand that, you know, this is the next game. It's the biggest game because it is the next game. Doesn't matter who we play. Uh, so we had to get them, get them back, back focused and, uh, and they did, did that and, and they're ready, they're ready tonight. And coach. With a win tonight, you guys are going to be in the driver's seat. And you still are in the driver's seat. You control your own destiny. But with a win tonight, you are securely in that spot at the top of the region where you can you can run this thing for the rest of the season. Take me through the mentality going into this ballgame where you could you could be in a really good spot in the region after a win tonight. Oh, absolutely. You know, we, we, we beat, uh, number three team in the state we dealing with last week. And, you know, I, I personally think that our region, uh, with, with a couple of teams is, is the toughest in the state, you know, in AISA. Uh, we could happen to beat Pike tonight. And, uh, you know, I'm not saying we're going to, we're going to beat Hooper. We're going to beat Valiant down the road. But, uh, the way I look at it, if we can win tonight, we'll be, we have beaten the best two teams in our region. And uh, other than, you know, just, just having a flat tire somewhere down the road, we could easily win our region and uh, host a first-round playoff, and it would be big for our program. And you guys preparing for Pike this week, what kind of stuff are you seeing on film from the Patriots? 
Oh, very athletic. Uh, you know, just like last year, they're different kids, but they're still very athletic. Uh, they can all run. They're big kids. Um, you know, they, they get after you. And, uh, we, we've got to, uh, uh, do the same thing to them. You just get after them and hit them in the mouth and uh, let them know that we're not going anywhere for 48 minutes and they're going to have to beat us and we're not going to give them the game. Coach, keys to the game for tonight. Uh, control the ball, keep it away from their offense, no turnovers, and no stupid penalties. You know, that's the thing we're still working on. We had a couple of bad penalties last week that we shouldn't have had, and uh, had one turnover in the game. We've only had one turnover in two games, so that's good. Uh, and I'm not sure that was a turnover. Uh, I don't think the ball had control when he went out of bounds, but it's what the referee called, so it's a turnover, so we got to fix that. But uh, just keep the ball away from him, control the clock, and, and uh, no, no, no bad penalties. For the record, Coach, I think he was bobbling it, too. I appreciate you taking the time to speak with us today. All right. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Go Warriors. Whether you're a senior golfer or pro athlete, high school football player, or little league superstar, injuries are sometimes just part of the game. When it happens, it's nice to know the Orthopedic Clinic is here to get you back in action. The team of physicians at the Orthopedic Clinic offer the latest in treatment, procedure options, and complete rehabilitation for knees, hips, ankles, spine, and more. Don't let aches and sprains or more serious orthopedic issues keep you on the sideline. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. The Lee Scott Sports Network is built by Russell Building Supply. Experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center. Back on the Lee Scott football kickoff show. No Gardner and Larry Humphrey with you only about five minutes away from kickoff between Lee Scott and Pike. Let's run through your Lee Scott Warriors starting lineups presented by Goose Performing Arts Center. Goose Performing Arts Center at Auburn University. See upcoming events at Goose Center. Auburn.edu. Starting lineups presented by Goose Performing Guard Center. Offense. Joseph Horn, left tackle, number 77, junior. Jacob Baker, offensive guard, linebacker, number 56, junior. Connor Stewart, center, number 68, sophomore. Graydon Ketchum, offensive guard, number 66, junior. Jackson Earnhardt, number 72, offensive line, senior. Anderson Grimes, number two, wide receiver, senior. Jonathan Myers, number four, running back, sophomore. Landry Cochran, running back, number 21, junior. Tay McKelvey, quarterback, non-senior. Defense. Joseph Horn, defensive end, number 77, junior. Jackson Earnhardt, number 72, defense line, senior. Dallin Bush, linebacker, number 33, junior. Chandler Martin, linebacker, 34, junior. Drew Guy, outside linebacker, number 15, junior. Andrew Hahn, corner, number 6, sophomore. Patrick Fudge, number 7, cornerback, senior. Pete Lanier, safety, number 3, junior. That was your Lee Scott Warriors starting lineups presented by Goose Performing Arts Center. Noah Gardner and Larry Humphrey with you, resetting the pregame for tonight's contest. Larry, some keys for tonight's ballgame. Noah, we, Noah, we've got to do just like we did last week. We've got to control the game. We cannot make big turnovers. We cannot give them big plays. Um, you know, keep them small. Keep them playing. Let us have the ball, control the ball, and keep them from doing it. Noah, the biggest thing, though, is just have fun. Have a good time. When you mess up, we messed up some last week, but we bounced right back and came in, and everybody picked each other up. So that's what we've got to do again this week, Noah. 
They played with a lot of energy last week, uh, which was inspiring. It, so it you was. hope to see those guys still go out there and play with that same energy. And we speaking, saw that energy at the Chambers, beginning of the Chambers game, too. So I hope it's something that's in their blood now. That's right. And speaking of one of those guys that had a lot of energy, it's one of your captains tonight. He's your linebacker, number 33, Dallin Bush, alongside number three, Pete Lanier, number 77, Joseph Horn, who had the big rejection last week to he seal did. the deal yes, against Glenwood. Yeah. And then you also got number 12, Ryan Deering. As your captains tonight. And and I'm just looking. That's all juniors out there. So that looks promising for next year even, coming yeah. on back. And they all made huge plays last week. Yeah, Think about Ryan Deering yeah. and the toss that he had downfield to Pete Lanier, right. who made that diving catch on a big play that set up a big warrior drive. Yeah. Joseph Hoard seals the deal. And Dallin Bush flying all over the place. Uh, all last week, Bush was everywhere making plays. I think he got the breath knocked out of him one time and uh, doesn't want to come out. Wants to be there. Time for the coin toss presented by Lee County Revenue Commissioner Olene Price. If you need services from her office, there's the main office at the courthouse in Opelika and satellite offices in Auburn and Smith Station. Our white hat out at the logo about to flip the coin for tonight. He's tossed it up, and it appears Lee Scott has won the toss. They have, and they elect to defer. Let's see what Pike's decision will be. Pike will be receiving to start the first half, waiting to see which end zone these two teams will be defending. I believe Ryan Deering just opted to say that he wants the Warriors to move from right to left to open up this ball game, and that is how it will stand. The Warriors will defend the end zone to your right if you're on your radio dial, and Pike will defend their end zone to the left, and that will be how we start off the first half. That was the coin toss presented by Lee County Revenue Commissioner Ole Price. We're going to step away here. That's it for the Lee Scott Football Kickoff Show on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Kickoff right around the corner. You don't want to go anywhere. We'll be back in just a moment. AU100 is W-A-U-E. Waverly, Auburn, Opelika, home of the Lee Scott Warriors on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. This is Lee Scott Academy Football. Brought to you by Auburn Express Towing on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you. Online at theorthoclinic.com. Also brought to you by Also Brook Wall Group, Gooch Performing Arts Center, and Russell Building Supply. Now, play-by-play announcer, Noah Gardner. from Judd Scott Field at Lee Scott Academy. This is Lee Scott Football brought to you by Auburn Express Towing on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Noah Gardner and Larry Humphrey with you on AU100 and the Lee Scott Sports Network Facebook page. It's time for the critical region tilt between your 1-1 one one Lee Scott Warriors and the 2-1 and one Pike Patriots. Whoever wins tonight, they have control of the region. Man, that'd be a great feeling. I'd love for it to be Lee Scott. You know, I would love for us to be in the driver's seat and be responsible for what we have to do, not be dependent on anyone else. But if we just win ball games and take care of stuff, we'll be in good shape. Taking a look back at what happened for the coin toss. Warriors won it, elected to defer. They'll be kicking off to open up tonight's ball game. A look at your weather tonight. Sunny and 75 yet again. Two perfect clear nights that we have had here at Judd Scott Field in a row. It's good that all this rain has stayed away. Oh, yes, it feels good. And look out there, and there's a lots of folks here uh, smiling, happy, jumping around. Like I say before, you know, it, 
if you can, go see and support all football programs. Um, these are the, the young men of our future right here. So uh, go see them. And if you can't go see them, please listen to us right here. Lee Scott will be kicking off right to left on your radio dial, wearing the blue tops, gray pants, kind of the old Miss look with the blue and red stripes and then the white stripes across their shoulder pads. Pike's wearing the all-white uniforms, red numerals, red helmet tops with the Patriots logo strapped across it. And we're ready to go as Matt Rollator will kick off. It's a squib kick that may very well bounce out of bounds, and it does at the 20. This is probably going to move the Warriors back. That's what Pike could elect to do here, move the Warriors back five yards and have them kick again. We'll see what they do. That's what I would think they would do, Noah. And uh, Every time this penalty has been called this year, whether it's been on us or the, the other team, that has been the result of the infraction. So let's see what Pike elects to do right here. I think last week when we took the penalty, I think it would have been best to just stay there the first time. Well, they're going to bring it out to the 35. Okay. They must have caught wind of Matt Rollator's ability to put the ball on the ground and make it difficult to catch because last week they recover a kickoff, and several times last year, also against Pike, what did they do? They got an I outside think, kick. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. You're right, Noah. So that's probably the basis for the reasoning here why Pike will elect to take it out at their own 35-yard line, and they come out in the Wildcat formation. Hard to see the numerals here for Pike as they start out with a power run to the left side. We'll gain about four yards on first down on the direct snap to number 10. I'm going to go with Cade Brookins, 5'9", freshman. They took it to our, uh, our the right side of our defensive line, Noah. And uh, we didn't do bad, but we can't let them do that every play. We've got to five yards, second down and five. Gotta cut them off before they get that far. We have two number 10s on our roster. It was either Ian Foster or Cade Brookins as Pike gains five on first down. They're now out on the left hash. Same set. Wildcat formation. It's heavy to the right side this time. Looking to bust it out to the right side. It's a big gain. Crosses the 50 after he picks up the first down for another five yards. This time toting it is number 20, Cameron Baker, six foot one, 220-pound senior. He is finally tackled at the Lee Scott's 46 and a half yard line. Pete Lanier made that tackle. One minute already elapsed. Pike with a different man to take the snap. This one's going to be Pritt Vaughn. Pritt Vaughn Great snuffed job. out. Great Same job. play three times in a row. And this time, one, two, three, four, five, six Warriors on the left side of the line crash in for the tackle. I believe Andrew Hahn was there to break it up, start it off. There is a five-yard loss on the play. Back to the 50-yard line. Now you're looking at second down at 15. Hahn beat his man on that on the right-hand side that time and uh, did a good job. Man, I, they've lined up that formation every single time. Though. This time it's heavy right side. Eubanks taking it for him, wrapped up around the waist, gets the five yards back. You're going to be looking at third down and ten as he ran the ball from the left hash around left tackle. That's not where his blockers were, but Lee Scott still gives up the five yards. Correction there, that was Zakeven Pennington. We, uh... We had some folks that could have got him earlier. Uh, we just really ran by him. Third down and 10. Ball spotted at the Lee Scott 46-yard line. It's been all Wildcat to open up the ball game here, and time continues to elapse. We're under 10 minutes here in the Auburn Bank first quarter. And for the first time, we have a passing quarterback out there. It's Kaysen Eubanks. 
to the first series and three different guys to take the snap. Four wide receiver look, trips to the right. Eubanks rolls to his right. Joseph Horn gets off his block, gets his hands to the face, thrown downfield, batted down by Andrew Hahn, deep downfield at about the 14-yard line. He goes up, tips it one hand, and now it's fourth down and 10. There's a stop. There's a stop. That's what we needed right there. Good job, Dave. Fourth and 10. Excellent coverage downfield. Very good coverage. There was one guy there and three of our guys. So I really... See what Pike collects to do here on fourth down and 10. Eubanks is going to stay in at quarterback, unloading the offensive line here as well. Five wide receiver formation, three at the bottom of your screen if you're watching the Lee Scott Sports Network Facebook page broadcast. Eubanks will go for it. Three-step drop. Pressure's coming up the middle. They might have him. No, he gets out of the backfield, but he is tackled shy of the first down marker. Seven downs past the line of scrimmage. Seven yards down past the line of scrimmage. Back at the 40, and Lee Scott gets the stop on fourth down. Good stop by Landry Cochran right there. Our defensive line ran him out, and Cochran was there to make the tackle. Nine minutes and 20 seconds left here in the Auburn Bank first quarter, and Lee Scott forces the turnover on downs. About four or five yards shot of that first down marker. Yeah, um, I, you know, I don't know. Sort of surprised with that call, but their coach knows what he's doing. Last week there was a fake punt against Lee Scott. Yeah. Going to have to start respecting this defense. Lee Scott coming out now with Tate McKelvey. Twins to his right. Cochran also to the right, of line, right side of line of scrimmage. McKelvey will keep on the read option look. Decides to go towards the left guard spot, and he's tackled for a one-yard loss. Pike got a big push up front. Yes, they did. They sort of handled our offensive line on the left-hand side that time. Second down and 11. Now looking at second down and 11. Ball on their own 39-yard line. Nine minutes left here in the Auburn Bank first quarter. We're tied up at 0-0. McKelvey in the same formation as the last. Two wide receivers to his right. Futch will get the handoff behind right guard, and he's cut down after a half a yard. Looking at third down and 11. Going to need yeah. a little bit better play up front from the Warriors if they're going to yeah, try and run the ball down uh, some of these big guys on yeah, the defensive line. Their defensive line, line are handling our handling our offensive line, line on the first two plays. At defensive tackle for Pike, you've got six foot one, three hundred pound junior Keith Williams, and he's a big guy. Yeah, they uh, several of them out there match the scales on down pretty good. You also got number seventy six, excuse me, number seventy seven, Bubba Dean, six foot five, two sixty up front. They got some big guys out there. Yes, they do. McKelvey will take the snap, handoff around left side, Patrick Futch. Stutter step across the 40s, got the edge. Now steps back and gets a broken tackle across the 50 to the 45 and inside Pike territory at the 40-yard lines where he dropped. A stutter there because he stuttered me run. out of my words. There you go. We fixing his tackle. See, he was tackled, but great job by Patrick right there. I don't know how he broke free, but he does just that. Just determined to make that one more step. Patrick Futch got a handful of carries last week. But coaching staff said to me that they factor him in a lot this week at running back. Well, if he runs like that, I would too. First and 10 from the Pike 38. McKelvey motion Grimes from left to right. Pitch pass to him. Grimes will shake in the backfield. Cut up field. Gains about two on first down. And a cut up at that right tackle spot after Pike sealed off the right side of the line. Yeah, their defensive line did a great job of clogging up that, uh, that side. And, and he did a great job of turning it up. So... Both teams executed very well that time. 
Second down and eight from the Pike 38-yard line. 7-15 here at the Auburn Bank first quarter. Lee Scott got a stop on Pike, and now it's Lee Scott football looking to score. McKelvey's got trips to his right. He'll hand off. No, he'll keep it. Myers is the guy that is out lead blocking for him around right side. After dodging a tackle in the backfield, he finally gets out to the edge and gains another handful of yards. Looks to be about four there on second down to set up third down and four. Yeah, we'll have about a third and four here and uh, we'll see what we do. This one at the Pike 32-yard line. Line to gain. We'll call it third down at three. Line to gain is the Pike 29-yard line. Nearing that heat timeout as well, Warriors could get a first down here and then they could have a much-needed timeout. Nobody to the right side of the line. Everything's out towards the left. H-back and two wide receivers over there. They'll go handoff. Myers behind right guard, and he's tackled as soon as he gets to the line of scrimmage, maybe even a yard short of it. In on the tackle there for Pike, getting him immediately was number seven, Gavin Williams, six foot, 220-pound linebacker. I'll tell you, some of these heights and weights that you'll see on Pike's roster, I'm like, is this college football? Well, they are some big guys. They really are. And, and right now, their line is handling our line. We're going to have to step it up. It's fourth down and three on our scoreboard. I think it's more about fourth down and four right here. They lost a yard. Going to have to get to the 29 for the first down. Lee Scott's leaving the offense out there. Why not? This isn't punting distance. Sure, this isn't exactly. field goal distance. So here we go. Lee Scott's going to go. Each of these teams going forward on fourth down here early. Pike bringing in a bare defensive alignment into the box. They're going to motion Grimes from right to left. And now a timeout to be taken by Lee Scott. Timeout, this coaching Warriors. staff... Coach Daniel wants to get him over here, communicate something. Might it be something that was miscommunicated out there on the field? Yeah, someone uh, may have saw something up in the press box, too. So you never know. This timeout presented by Alsobrook Law Group, a full-service Opelika law firm serving Auburn and communities throughout Lee and Macon counties. We'll step away for just a moment, and when we come back, it'll be fourth down for the words. Fourth and four coming up. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, your hometown attorney. My roots run deep in Auburn, Opelika. It was on these gridiron fields where I learned to win on Friday nights, just like I do today inside the courtroom. This season, let me be on your winning team. Our firm specializes in family law, criminal defense, car wrecks, and DUIs. You can visit our website at alsolaw.com or swing by a brand new office at 114 North 9th Street in downtown Opelika. Alsterbrook Law Group, proud supporter of the Lee Scott Warriors. Listening to Lee Scott Warrior Football, brought to you by Auburn Express Towing on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Now, back to the action. Fourth down and four, ball on the Pike 33-yard line. Lee Scott in the shotgun with Tate McKelvey. He'll fake the handoff, rolls to his right. Play action pass, thrown at the feet of Alex Cash. I think he had him, just thrown a little bit too low. Little but there's the low. turnover on downs. So yeah, uh, Cash checking into the ball game and... Last week, he had two or three real big catches, Noah. Maybe they can uh, get that same production out of him again tonight. Well, they're going to try a field goal here. Now, I, what am I talking about? <laughs> you saw Landry Cochran kneeling at the 40, and you're yeah. like, okay. Yeah, I, I just looked up, <laughs> and I got to think, now that was fourth down. 
First down and 10 for Pike now at their own 33-yard line. This is two yards back from their original starting field position You're of the right. ballgame. That's exactly right, yeah. Past the midway point of the Auburn Bank first quarter. We're tied up at 0-0, and now Pike, after Wildcat formations exclusively on that first drive, they're now in the I formation, and they'll go with their fullback, and chopped down immediately was running back Cameron Baker. Linebackers flying in, knocks him low, and he flips over. He's going to gain about three or four on first Pete down. Pete Lanier on that tackle. Pete was one of the captains for tonight also. They take four on first down. It's second down and six. Ball up to their own 38-yard line. Under five minutes now as Pike gets into the I formation. Only one wide receiver out there fakes it to the fullback. They're running some triple option stuff right here, and Eubanks is. is driven back by Dallin Bush, and then the crowd comes to swarm him as well. Dallin Bush crashed down around the edge, wraps him up and pulls him back. You're looking at third down and medium. He came this way, and Landry Crocken was there to turn him on the inside, and uh, Bush was able to make the tackle. This defense means some business. They're going to switch out Cam Arwood at nose guard. And now checking in, a nose guard's going to be number 72, Jackson Earnhardt. You got the big guys up front now in this 3-4 look. It's a pass rush situation, third down and six. Ball on, they're on 38, still in the eye form. Pike's got two tight ends in the set, one wide receiver, two guys in the backfield behind Eubanks at quarterback. Lee Scott coming up to the line of scrimmage with Cochran. Cochran will blitz. Someone bowled over at the nose tackle position, a spin move for Zakeven Pennington out on the edge. Lee Scott had the edge set, but the spin move was enough for another five yards and a Pike first down. Just got it by half a yard. Yeah, he just did get it. That move right there at the end really paid off for him. Once again, I go back to how large, how tall, how built this Pike team is. Yeah, Mario guys. White used to be the assistant strength and conditioning coach at none other than the University of Alabama. So These guys are going to be built. Knows what he's talking about. That's right. And you see a lot of guys out there. They are bigger than most teams you will see in AISA, and they're going to yes, stay in the I form. Play action pass. Eubanks loads up, fires right sideline, haunting coverage, and he loses over his right shoulder. He loses Ian Foster, who tracks the ball out at the opposing 18-yard line, runs out of bounds immediately, gets enough to keep both feet in bounds. And there's a shot play for yep. Pike to get inside the Warriors' red zone. That's one of those big plays that we do not need to let happen. Just a great throw and catch. Our first trip inside the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. Byron Smokehouse and Arbor tradition for over 30 years. Pitch play left side out of the eye formation. Lee Scott has the edge, but now Baker will shed two around his ankles. Shoots up field around the left sideline. It is cut down two yards short, or maybe a yard short, that is, of the first down marker at about the 10-yard line. Left hash will be where this one's going to be spotted at. Yeah, Dylan Bush on that tackle right there. Second down and two. Tied up at 0-0 in the Auburn Bank first quarter. 3.15 left here in this first period of play. Noah Gardner and Larry Humphrey with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you online at theorthoclinic.com. Back to the I formation again. It's all about heavy sets, and when once again you look at this offensive line, they're big dudes out there. And if you're watching on the Lee Scott Sports Network Facebook page, you can see it. they got yeah. guys that are north of 300 all across this offensive line. Yeah, 6'5". They go full bat this time. He breaks one around his knees, spins his back into 
couple of linebackers. He had the first down easy, crashes inside the five-yard line, and finally comes to a stop at about the three and a half. He just kept churning those feet, moving that pile. I think that was number five, Pruitt Vaughn. It's listed as a wide receiver on their roster. He does not look like one. They're going to go with Vaughn yet again. He's hit immediately as he gets it. Bounces off like a pinball, cuts it outside, and walks into the end zone for the touchdown. Pike comes back out with a brand-new offensive look, gets to the eye formation, marches it down the field, and they score your four points of the ball game, 6-0. to Yes, they did. They beat us. That, that series, they beat us just about every play. We got to dig down. We will have to do better than that. Two minutes and 54 seconds left in the Auburn Bank first quarter, and Pike draws first blood. On to kick now is Cade Renfro for the extra point, wearing number one, and this ball scissoring towards that left goal post, sneaks it in. And your score after Pike on their second drive of the ball game marches it down the field. Pike now leads Lee Scott 7-0 to zero with two minutes and 54 seconds left in the Auburn Bank first quarter. Auburn Bank champions of you. Larry, what would you see on that drive right there? I just did, we got beat. Um, we played hard, but we got beat. We got to suck it up. We got to block those holes up. Don't let the offensive guys so far off the ball. Um, I think our line just has to do a better job. Now, I give credit. Um, we did lose the guys. He was coming down the field, and uh, they made a long pass. And that's the thing that we talked about. I think Coach Daniel even mentioned it, you know, cut down on big plays. Do not let them have those long offensive plays. Pike strikes first. I mean, get a load of this. 330, the offensive line. 338. Marion Fuller, 300. Keith Williams, some big old guys out there. On yeah, that, that could line. be the reason they're moving us out, Noah. I also don't know how old this roster is because I'm going to tell you there's some other guys out there listed at much less than I think they would be. Uh, well, you're right, yeah. Not saying that this roster isn't accurate for this year. It is the 2021-2022 yeah. roster, but I'm curious if they've gained some weight since then. Patrick Futch will receive the kickoff at his own 10-yard line. Stutter steps, cuts up field, passes 25, gets someone finally around his waist. That's a solid return right there. Gets it up to the yeah. 29. And we had some good blocking. I did not pick that number up, but there were several good blocks. All right. Moves it out to the left hash mark. Ball will be spotted instead at the 28 and a half. Two minutes, 45 seconds left here in the first quarter of play, and Lee Scott will bring the offense back out. Pike lined it up in a four-man front. Nickel look here from Pike. Lee Scott's got three wide receivers out and one tight end. Handoff, this one to Andrew Hahn, right side, and tripping him up before he can get the edge. Almost had the edge, and if he could have gotten he it, did. Did there would have been some green grass to run into, but making the stop out there on the right side of the line was a number six, Dalton Jordan. Second down and 11. Jordan made a great stop, and I'm sure that uh, Andrew would love to have that run back. Just He was almost, he almost had lots of green grass. Check that. That was a number eight, Robert Williams. Sometimes these numbers get scrunched up a bit and can't tell what it is. Three wide receiver look for the Warriors on second down and 11. Now at their own 28. Kelby will motion Grimes from left to right out of the slot. 
Fakes the handoff to both, and then actually goes with Myers, who trucks over a guy, looks to cut up field. He's got enough for the first down. Give him 13 on second down and long. He just cleaned all right over a guy. Yeah, he did. Good job, Jonathan Myers. Sophomore. Lowering your head and running over Jonathan folks. Jonathan Myers goes 12 yards. First down. Said this a lot last week. Great job. Great that guy's job. a unit. He is. a big old running back 140 left in the first quarter it's a fresh set of chains first down to 10 now at their own 40 lee scott's moved the ball a little bit tonight they have. now they got to cash in a bit maybe uh maybe we could open it up with just a few uh oh there's a flag that's gonna go against the warriors i think so it's gonna be a substitution penalty against lee scott late yeah. getting off the field was jonathan myers and there's five yards against lee scott and this coaching staff taking offense to it Back him up five for the illegal substitution call. First down at 15 at their own 35-yard line. All right, Warriors. Any break to the line now? 112 left in this first quarter. McKelvey in the shotgun again. Pike's going to bring pressure. McKelvey throws back to his left after he rolled to his right. Andrew Hahn catches it and spins. Crosses the 45. And there's a solid, let's call it 11 on the play, yeah, I guess. I yeah, because so. he's looking at second down and four. I think you're right. We ran that play once last week and we picked up several yards like that also. He rolled to his right, turned back around, flipped it over his shoulder, and catching it out of the backfield was Hahn. Some great play calling here. Second down and three. Their own 47-yard line. McKelvey points up to the sky. Getting some signals from his coaching staff. They confirm. Five seconds left on the play clock. Goes handoff, left side looking for Han. Han runs into some traffic, and he is brought down what looked like by his face mask. Yeah, I thought they had him up around the neck now, too. And yet again, Coach Daniel taking offense. Lee Scott loses a yard, third down and four. And that's probably the last play of this first quarter yeah. as you're ticking down from five seconds here. And it will be the last play of the Auburn Bank first quarter. And your score after one. It's been physical. It's been battled out in the trenches. This one looks like it could be for the region. Well, you know, we are moving the ball right now. Let's keep moving it. Keep moving it. Pike 7, Lee Scott 0. We'll have second quarter play-by-play -play coming up after this short break. Whether you're a senior golfer or pro athlete, high school football player, or little league superstar, injuries are sometimes just part of the game. When it happens, it's nice to know the orthopedic clinic is here to get you back in action. The team of physicians at the orthopedic clinic offer the latest in treatment, procedure options, and complete rehabilitation for knees, hips, ankles, spine, and more. Don't let aches and sprains or more serious orthopedic issues keep you on the sideline. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Sometimes you can't control your circumstances, just like you couldn't control that texting teenager ramming into the back of your new car. Or wildlife deciding to take a moonlight stroll in front of you on the highway. There! Oh, dear. But you can control how you react. When your vehicle needs a lift, call Auburn Express Towing at 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. 
listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you. Online at theorthoclinic.com. Now, back to the action. Second quarter between Lee Scott and Pike Liberal Arts. Pike up 7-0 here as Lee Scott's looking at third down and four from their own 46-yard line. McKelvey in the shotgun with three wide receivers tied into the right side of the line of scrimmage. Two receivers to his left. Running back at the backfield is Jonathan Myers. He'll look to the sideline, get the signal, and now he'll take the snap. Goes handoff, Jonathan Myers, and he runs into a host of Patriots, and two of them driving four yards back into the backfield. It'll be for progress, but still a loss of a yard, and the guy taking it back was the giant, number 76, Skyler Kidd, and we hey, don't hey, have, hey, bing, bing. we don't have, that actually, excuse me, that's Jamarian Fuller, and we do have his weight, 338 pounds. Yeah. Um, Four down and six. I, thought, I didn't think we had 76. Okay. Yes, he, he is a very, very big boy. Lee Scott's going to have to punt now. Matthew Rollator will punt from his... 30-yard line and back deep to receive it is we can't see his number I think this is going to be Robert Williams but I can't quite catch it nope that's going to be I think we could have a delay of game on this Noah. it's going to be Ian Foster back deep to return and that is a delay of game for the Warriors going to back him up Warriors another five five yard delay of game so now fourth down at 11 1109 here in second period of play and Matthew Rollator will receive the snap rugby style punt end over end left sideline and it takes a roll inside the 20 down it at just a hair inside that 20 yard yeah, line that was a great kick 19 and a half yard line is where it is going to be down. 11 minutes here left in the second quarter. Pike up 7-0 as they get another drive. All right, defense, we've got a bow up right here. Let's go, line. Right down the front goes 41 yards. All right. First down and 10, Patriots. Pike will take over now at their own 19 and a half. Excellent punt there for Matthew Rollator. 11 minutes to go until halftime. Pike scored on their last drive, marched it down. Did have a shot play, did it on a play action out of the eye, and they are going back to the eye formation. Wildcat didn't work for them because they no. got stopped. Now no. they're going back to the big guys up front. Two tight end sets. Wait. This is what's called 22 personnel. Two tight ends, yeah. two running backs. It's huge. They're waiting to get the chain set, and the folks are wondering what we're waiting on. Lee Scott has no safeties high. They're in the 3-4 defensive lineman, bringing everybody up to the line of scrimmage. Behind right guard on the handoff. Driven backwards by Miles Zachary in the hole. But he does pick up four, fighting through contact, stepping over bodies. Yeah. There's a mass of humanity up front. And Pike's Patriot winning that battle right now as they gain five on first down with Zakeevan Pennington. Second down and five. Right. They, uh, they're just a little bit bigger and stronger than we are right now. Something to be said, though, about Lee Scott's effort. They're popping them. They're hitting. They're not afraid of contact. No, they're not. Um, they're shooting to the I hole. Think just those bigger, stronger bodies are winning out. 
Back to the eye yet again. Motioning the lone receiver, and it's going to be the end around. Lee Scott's got the there edge set. Go. Good Patrick job. Futch knocks him down. Good Penalty job. marker comes flying out. We'll see if this is face mask or holding. They got the ball to five foot two, 140 pound running back Aaron Greenwood. And this one is going to go against Pike. There's your 10 yards. Futch with another great play right there. Great defensive play. They strung him out and then he stepped up in the hole not to let him by and laid the lick on. Ten yards from the spot of the foul for the holding penalty. Anytime it's gone out to the edge, Lee Scott's been there. It's in between the yeah. tackles where Pike is winning this ball game at the moment. Pike is winning up there with the big guys. No, it looks like both teams are splitting it out a lot wider. Hey, have you noticed that? I guess they're trying to uh, trying to get those guys away from the middle. Second down and 18, ball on the 12. Deep inside their own territory. 10 minutes to go here until halftime. Pike up 7-0. Now they're going to spread it out wide. Five wide receiver formation. Lee Scott still in the 3-4 look. Motions left to right. End around jet sweep play here. Tripped up after he crosses the original line of scrimmage 10 yards down the field. That is Zakeven Pennington yet again. Once he got going down the field, got some speed, he had a full head of steam. He's able to pick up 17 yards. Yeah, they, we got him way down there. Uh, Pete Lanier and Patrick Futch on that tackle there. It's a disciplined Pike team. They block well. Yes, they do. Third down and one, and they're still staying out in the five-wide formation with Eubanks. At quarterback, three wide receivers to his left in the shotgun. Lee Scott with two inside linebackers. Everybody else is a defensive back. Three men on that defensive line, one standing up around the right side. They'll bring three. Eubanks will carry. He has to juke up at the line of scrimmage, and he breaks free. He's now got green grass, and it's a track race that he's going to win. Ten yards clear of anybody else tracking him down, and he runs into the end zone. Kaysen Eubanks got free. He made one juke in the hole where somebody was around his waist, and when yeah. he was free, there was no catching that man, 13-0. to zero. We had our hands on him one time right there at the line, and when he broke that, um, they could have just turned around and sent the field goal team on. 8.53 to go here at this first half. And Kate Renfro put this one through and that one's a high kick kicks it over the field goal net so they got a kicker it's 14-0 he's a big boy himself plays linebacker six foot two ten yeah that's a kicker who's not going to be afraid to make a tackle no all right that's their second touchdown their second big play uh, talk about it all the time cut down on big plays and you knew coming into this ball game that there was the potential for it to happen. They've got a lot of speed out there. What was going to be the key was if they could win this thing in between the tackles. On offense, doing a pretty good job. They've been able to move the football a little bit on defense at the moment. Pike's packing it in, and then that time they went a little bit different with it. Yeah. Started breaking it outside. Yeah, they're just uh, they're, they're beating us. Beating us with bigger, faster, stronger folks. Pike 14. Lee Scott, zero. Go ahead. Like you said a while ago, though, uh, you know, Lee Scott has not been bashful about sticking people. So uh, give them that much credit. 
and they're flying to the ball. There hasn't been really any positioning issues. They're flying to the ball, just sometimes offense. They can play. Yeah. And Pike's the defending state champions. Yeah, they're making their guys are making plays, is what's happening. Both of these teams with a loss on their schedule. One and one is Lee Scott. Two and one is Pike. Both teams undefeated in region play at one and oh. As Renfro puts his leg into it, Butch will take it at the left hash. Moves past one. His helmet's off, and he is still tackled hard. Across the 20 up to the 23 to some roars from the Lee Scott faithful. He is knocked down hard. Number 10 on the tackle for them. He hit him early, and then he came back to make the tackle. There's two of them listed. I have no idea who it is. I'm going with Ian Foster from here. Seems to fit six foot, 165, yeah, a little bit better than five nine with thirty, and, uh, and a freshman who was not playing like a freshman that time. So I think you're right. Lee Scott has stopped at their 23 worst starting field position of the night as Ryan Deary will play some quarterback. McKelvey, I don't believe, is out there on the field right now as Grimes comes in motion, dropped on the handoff exchange. I believe Lee Scott got back on top of it. I think Myers and Deering, some miscommunication. Deering hops back on it. Lee Scott's going to lose one and a half. First down, second down, and long. All right. Got a timeout here. Lee Scott's going to take a timeout as Coach Daniel has his hands on his hips, and he does not look happy. And this is to light a fire under your team because you're down 14-0, and then a mental mistake like that. You're in danger that of digging a hole that yeah. you can't get out of. Yeah, if we could come on and, and work a drive in right here and come down the field and score, we're in good shape. This timeout brought to you by Alsobrook Law Group, a full-service Opelika law firm serving Auburn communities throughout Lee and Macon counties. We'll take a step away here. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Whether you're a senior golfer or pro athlete, high school football player, or little league superstar, injuries are sometimes just part of the game. When it happens, it's nice to know the orthopedic clinic is here to get you back in action. The team of physicians at the orthopedic clinic offer the latest in treatment, procedure options, and complete rehabilitation for knees, hips, ankles, spine, and more. Don't let aches and sprains or more serious orthopedic issues keep you on the sideline. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Back at Judd Scott Field at Lee Scott Academy. Lee Scott looking at a second down and 11, down 14 to 0 with 8.29 here until halftime. Deering in the shotgun with four wide receivers. Fakes the handoff to Myers, now breaks the tackle on the left side, brings two around his ways downfield, and there's the timeout, lighting a fire under the switch in quarterback with Ryan Deering. I don't want to call him the backup because he takes a lot of snaps. Oh, yeah, he, and he does a great job. He's a great quarterback. Third down and four. He really is. Third down and four after he's wrapped up at the 30. All this right. is third down and manageable. You can work with this. Sure, you, but you need to pick it up. Pick it up right here. This is a pretty big play. We do not need to give them the ball back. Not with this much time left either. Lee Scott wants a drive right here. Third down and four. Deering going to stay in at quarterback. Goes handoff. Right side Futch. Tripped up as he crosses the line behind right guard. That's actually Jonathan Myers. Excuse me. He gains two, three yards. It's fourth down and one. Yeah. Question is, down 14. You know how Pike's moving the ball at the moment. Is the punt team coming out? Uh, yeah, Rollator's coming out. Yeah. There you go. This is probably a wise decision. I know he doesn't want to make it, but it's probably the wise thing to do. 
If you're playing a video game, you might go for it, but it's not a video game. Uh, this is real life. <laughs> Roll later to punt. Rugby style looks left. The lefty. Puts this one, low line drive. Lee Scott gets down the field in time. Ball takes a roll. At the 40 was where it bounced. It took another tumble 10 yards yeah. to the 31. Rollator has done a good job getting rolls after they first hit the ground. So That's why he, they call him rolling. There you go. Let it roll. Great soccer player as well. Called a hat trick back in the spring for him against Altaga Academy. Guy can play. Field goal distance is increasing as well. Knocked a 39-yarder last week, but you have to look back at that play. It was a tough snap. McKelvey did well to just get it spotted again. That affected the distance, I think. I think he's got a little bit more in the tank than 40. Well, I hope so. I hope so. First down and 10 for Pike now at their own 31, and there are Calling a timeout themselves now. Eubanks, at quarterback, started walking back to the sideline. Looks like he wasn't clear on something from his bench. And right. now we are Thank at the first timeout. That's right. Yep. We're at the first timeout that Pike has taken here in the first half. 6.53 left in the first half. And Pike's up 14-0. We'll step away while they discuss it here at Judd Scott Field. First down and 10 coming up. Sometimes you can't control your circumstances, just like you couldn't control that texting teenager ramming into the back of your new car, or wildlife deciding to take a moonlight stroll in front of you on the highway. There! Oh, dear. But you can control how you react. When your vehicle needs a lift, call Auburn Express Towing at 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. Listening to Lee Scott Warrior Football, brought to you by Auburn Express Towing on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Now, back to the action. Mike's got the football yet again, 14 to 0. As their drive starts at their own 31 yard line midway through this second quarter, Eubanks hands off. Lee Scott's yeah. in the backfield, spins off. There's a pile of Warriors around one human being That's exactly right. that is carrying like eight of them in the gap. He was hit at the line, still gained five. Hit at the line, and they're spinning, and we're just not locking up. Maybe we can get that corrected pretty quickly. That is Pritt Vaughn. We have called his name quite a few times tonight. Yeah. He's a baller. But Second I do out of five. The guy that he spanned out of that tackle was a freshman. So, I mean. Hit him hard, though. Yeah, there was a yeah. collision oh, yeah. in the gap. That's exactly right. Back to the eye again. Two tight ends set. Only one wide receiver. They will go to the fullback. Vaughn yet again. Mm. Breaks two tackles around his waist, and now he is at a track race. Two around him now, and not giving up on the play was Andrew Hahn. He's upset after he makes the tackle at his own 30-yard line. Just high stepping over low tackles was number 20, Cameron Baker. Yeah, he's a load right there. 6'1, 220 pounds. It's broken tackles right now. It's not for a lack of positioning. Pitches to Pennington, right sideline. Lee Scott's got the edge set, but he shoots through and then is bumped out of bounds after 15 yards, cracked inside the 20 yard line. 
He's out of bounds. We are stringing it out just fine. They're just cutting up through the holes and uh, and beating us. That's what they're doing. They're beating us at every play. First down and 10 as we enter the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. Byron Smokehouse, an armor tradition for over 30 years. Pike knocking on Lee Scott's door now, trying to make it a three-possession ball game. They go back to the Wildcat. Haven't seen this since their first drive. Taking the snap now is Ian Foster. Has three H-backs alongside the right side of the line. Wildcat look here. They are trying to go heavy. They'll instead go left side. Lee Scott, Landry Cochran, stutter stepped, and now out towards the pylon and trying to get into the end zone was... Foster, but a penalty marker did come out before he crossed into the end zone. I think this is going to be holding downfield. Yeah, I think you're right, No, but what a great play to call. You know, all the way across from the three guys. Um, great play calling. Holding does go against Pike. Maybe this can result in a Warrior stop. They got the first stop of the ball game. You and I looked at ourselves and said, hey, it's a pretty good start. Yeah. Since then, Pike has packed it in and I form and have steadily just pounded the rock. We have yeah, only seen one pass tonight. Or maybe we've seen two, and one for two right now is Casey Eubanks, and he hit a long one. Yeah, and the one really racked up some yards with it. The holding is 10 yards from the spot of the foul. Still the result of play is plus two yards. It's first yeah, down and first eight. first down, that's right. Eubanks back into the slot. Trips to his left, running back beside him is Akeven Pennington, the senior running back there. Steadily rotated the guys touching the football as Pike looks back to their sideline to get the play call in. Claps his Eubanks. Here's his third pass of the game. Looks on the fade route. Right pylon. That's overthrown. That's Ball nice. is bounced over the chain link fence, and the receiver decided, oh, I'll hop the fence and go and grab it. That looked good. He hops back in. He left the football, went in the woods. So he'll head to the sideline now. And Pike will come back out for second down and eight. So they opted to take the shot there with Eubanks. Overthrew it. Yeah. This ball at the Lee Scott 15-yard line. Five and a half to go in the second quarter. Lee Scott behind 14-0 to their region rival, Pike Patriots. I've formation yet again. Goes behind left guard. Arwood almost got him. Excuse me, Earnhardt. They are popping out there. They are popping. If they could just hang on with that first pop. Got around left tackle, cut up field, and your nose tackle, Arwood, is down there at the bottom of the pile. We'll say he got in there. There's a couple of Warriors out there. It's going to be third down and three. This one now spotted at the 10-yard line. Line to gain is going to be the seven. All right, toughen up, defense. Five-minute flat to go here until halftime. Still in that two tight end balanced eye formation. Look, two tight ends to each side. Eubanks, long count, fakes the fullback. Now goes up middle. Cut up field after he saw the outside was sealed off. Is he short of that first I down marker? I think he is. I do too. These two officials are going to have to reconcile on the spot because the one on the far sideline's got him short. The one on the near sideline would have the first down. The far sideline is the one that's going to matter here, though, because he is the closest to the football. They're going to have to. I believe they're going to bring it in, aren't they? They're going to have to bring the chain gang out. Yeah. I think he's short. We'll see if they eyeball it or if they bring him out. They're going to bring him out. 
So looking at approximately fourth down in inches or first down by a hair. Looks to be just a tad bit short. It is. Missed it by a foot. All right. It'd be nice to have the ball back right here. Let's hold him, D. Fourth down and a foot. Ball on somewhere between the Lee Scott seven and eight yard line. And Pike's going to go for it. Forget yeah. field goals. Why not go for it when they've been blocking as well as they have? I don't blame them. Bringing out the heavy again. And now Pike's going to call timeout. They're going to bring him back to the sideline. I wonder if this is a change of heart or if they didn't like the way that Lee Scott lined up. You had a timeout to burn. Yeah. Man, they are just really, really big. Uh, have we called the center out? Connor Jones is one of the smaller five. offensive linemen. He's 280. 6'5", six, six, 280. He may be the smallest offensive six, five, lineman 6'5", 280, there. and he looks skinny out there compared to the rest of them. I take that back. They've got two guards that I think are sitting in at 260. Their center's 280, and I believe their tackles are north of 300. They are really big boys, folks. Because they got one at 338 that's playing tackle, and then I think they got another that's playing 330. Yeah. Once again, Mercy. if you're just now joining us on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Pike up 14-0. to zero. I mentioned this earlier in the broadcast. Mario White, the Pike head coach, second-year head coach at Pike. He used to be the assistant strength and conditioning coach at the University of Alabama. You know what's true about Alabama football players? They're big. Aren't They're big. Yeah. Big and strong. They're fast. Yeah, I believe he's brought that right down here. He knew what made him that way. Lee Scott Faithful getting on their feet as Pike's going to go. Fourth down and a foot. Ball on. We're caught the Lee Scott seven and a half yard line. Lee Scott's going to pack it in too. They got a five man front. Linebackers crouching in, oh dropped in the backfield. Pike fumbled the snap, it. and Lee Scott jumped on it. Wouldn't have mattered because Pike was well short. That's a momentum-boosting play. Now let's go score a touchdown. Let's come on back down the field. Fumble recovered by Alex Cash. Alex Cash hopped on it, and it's first down and 10. Lee Scott gets the turnover on. Well, I guess that's not a turnover on downs. That's going to count as a fumble. I guess, yeah, it would. Regardless, it would have been a turnover on downs. So, sure. ball now at their own nine-yard line. Four and a half to work now for Lee Scott. As Ryan Deering still in at quarterback, I believe Tate McKelvey's out there in the slot now. Yes, he is playing some wide receiver. Two wide receivers to the left for Deering. Deering will go handoff left guard. Good this job. one for Myers. And there's a nice little push. Funny that we say that. There's four yards right there. Yeah, Myers just lowered his head and kept running. One of the few times we've seen right these there. Warriors be able to burst through the line with some speed. Yeah. You're going to want to see him hold on to the ball here for the, the, this remainder of this half. You're in striking distance if you could take this thing down the field and be only down 14-7 to seven at halftime. Right. This is a crucial drive for Lee Scott. And I think they're trying to... Use all the clock they can. Without a doubt, they're under 10 seconds in the play clock here as Deering's just now getting some last-minute communications. Lee Scott's not going to burn a timeout here. He they switch hurry. sides, and Lee Scott is going to have to take a timeout. And coaching staff frustrated yet again. 
Slow movement from the left side of the line to the right side of the line, flipping it as they were moving Cochran and McKelvey from the left side of the formation to the right. This coaching staff, more than anything, is probably just frustrated with the communication and getting these plays in and these guys actually doing it. I know that they're trying to get these guys yeah. Pulling them along and getting them to learn this system maybe a little bit better than possibly where they're at at this point. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that it looked like you know, our team did not realize that the clock was running out on them. Just three seconds were left, and then down at one, Lee Scott called the timeout because they knew yeah. they were not going to get that snap off. Yeah. This timeout presented by Alsobrook Law Group. Some other fun games happening at AISA tonight. The other game inside the region tonight, Glenwood Valiant Cross. Curious to know what's going on at that ball game. Try and get you a score update at halftime. If not, you can head over to RadioAlabamaSports.net. We've got scores up there on our home website. You can go and check out any HSA or AISA game here in the state of Alabama. It's Deering on second and six. We'll go on the design quarterback keeper. Gets back to the line of scrimmage where he's beginning to be wrapped up by Baker and carries him ahead for another two yards. It'll yeah, bring up third down and manageable. Yards. I think you got another three there. Third down and three coming up. Yeah, that's, that's manageable. Third down and three, Warriors. On this set of chains alone, though, you've looked at about a minute and a half already come off the clock. That's true, yeah. We uh, takes going back into the game. And, and Darren's coming back to the sideline. Yeah. So third down and three from their own 16-yard line. You know, Darren played a little wide receiver last week. That's right, he had a catch from yeah. Tate McKelvey, the quarterback-to-quarterback -quarterback yeah. connection. Yeah. Right. And they have not broken the huddle until five seconds left in the play clock. A delay of game penalty coming against the Warriors. And there is five yards. That is tough. They didn't break the huddle until five or six seconds Warriors left on the play clock. And then they didn't get to the line until about two seconds. And at that, they were completely oblivious. They had no idea. No, they did not. 2.46 left in this first half. Lee Scott trailing 14 0, and they're back to their 11 yard line. Third down and eight. Darian back at quarterback now. That's right. Four wide receiver sets split out, two to each side. Myers is his running back, a good blocker out of the backfield. Pike looking to bring some pressure possibly off the end. Deering's got pressure coming up on him. He's getting wrapped up, throws over the top. McKelvey caught it. McKelvey pushed out of bounds at the 45. That was a prayer for Ryan Deering. And Tate McKelvey, the one that the good Lord put in the place to answer it. He ran up under it, got it. We're down about the 45-yard line now. 234. I believe I'd run that one again. <laughs> Deering was hit as he threw and just chucked it up and said, ah, somebody's down there. And guess who was down there? Tate. Tate McKelvey, quarterback to quarterback. We're going to say that a lot this year. I think you're right. Ryan Deering's going to stay in 222 here with a first down and 10 at their own 45. Deering to his left, looking to throw on the run, throws it out. McKelvey will catch it on the screen. McKelvey's going to get out of bounds as he is punched out of bounds. And I think that is the right word to use as one guy had him around his waist and two Pike players lowered the boom, knocked hey, him out of bounds. Man. He's a tough boy. He jumped right up. Back in the huddle right now. I don't think he's going to be leading the team in rushing or passing at this point, but it is important to note, last year at halftime, McKelvey, or last week at halftime, excuse me, McKelvey led the team in passing, rushing, and receiving. Yeah. Yeah. 
So what you got at quarterback. Minute 52 here left in the first half. Lee Scott near in midfield. Three yards away from it, that is. Second down and seven. Deering still in at quarterback. Will go to Futch behind right tackle. Futch gets out of the outside. Guy got him by his numeral on his back jersey. Still churning down. and does pick up the first down up to the Pike 45-yard line, pumping those legs like pistons in an engine. Good job. A lot of determination right there. One and a half to go until halftime. Lee Scott's moving it. Possibly a little bit of fatigue on the Pike side of the field. They've got some hands on hips. Yep. All right, fellas. Let's move them on back. One minute and 20 as they break the huddle. Deering settles in. Two wide receivers to each side. Deering turns, throws to the right slant route. This one caught. That's brought in by Jacob Larkin, the junior wide receiver. And he's about a yard short of that first down marker, but does get okay. the catch on the slant route. Nice toss there by Deering. Good catch. Jacob Larkin. A minute to go and counting. We're into second. Second down and one at the Pike 36-yard line. We may take a shot deep. They're going to have to go at some point. Your big-arm quarterback, that would be Deering. He can throw it. 45 seconds left and counting. 13 seconds left. Pike didn't have any safeties downfield. Pike's can call timeout. I think they may have okay. sniffed out what you just said. I think so, yeah. Timeout. They realize. This is a timeout needed by Lee Scott as well. They've had to burn a lot of timeouts. Pretty much all of their timeouts here on communication alone they could use some of those timeouts right now as a slower moving offense. They have just 44 seconds to work here. Right. Yep. 44.4 seconds until halftime. This timeout brought to you by Alsabrook Law Group. Coming up at halftime, we've got the Orthopedic Clinic halftime show. We'll break down what you've seen here in the first half, and we will take you through some statistics as we get you set for that second half action here between Lee Scott and Pike. A big region tilt here tonight. The winner probably don't want to get out of ourselves because he's still got to play Valiant Cross, still got to play Hooper. But I'll tell you, Hooper got beat 63-0 to zero by this team last week. We are hanging in there a lot better than 63-0. to zero. Uh, You know, 14 to nothing at halftime is not bad. It's not where you want to be, but it's very workable. And, you know, we put together this drive right here. And, um, you know, if we could be fortunate enough to get points out of it and keep them from points, that would be great. Deering will have Cochran as his tight end, left side of the line of scrimmage. He's got three wide receivers out there. Futch is his running back. Deering will clap and now go. Steps back, pressure coming, moves to his right as the blitz was coming his way. Throws uh -huh. behind an open receiver looking for number nine, Tate McKelvey. Yeah. Throwing on the run, had pressure in front of him. Yeah, yeah, that was... It was, it was not a catchable ball. Third down and one. You might just want the first down here. Field goal range probably closer to that 25-yard line, but we'll see if they can get there. Trips yet again. Deering rolls to his left on the bootleg. Pressure coming from his Turn backside. He up. does tuck it up, and he spins at the first down marker enough to get the first down, and that will stop the clock. 31.9 yeah, seconds. Big. That's big right there. Um, you want that first down. You they are capable in scoring in one play. Do not give them a single play. They right. spike it immediately. Good to see that that wasn't backwards like a certain Bo Nix. There you go, yeah. <laughs> You know, I think he's came a long way, though. I do, yeah. <laughs> and I imagine there were a lot of teams that learned over that one play by Bo Nix last year. 
Yeah, don't turn around and throw it backwards. Year, it was last it, yeah, year. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, do not do that. A year to forget for I, a lot I of folks. I would not be surprised if every team talked about that. Yeah. Second down and 10, ball on the Pike 33. You're looking at 28.1 seconds left here until halftime. Deering with four wide receivers. Deering drops back. Just one step. Oh. Now the pressure's coming. He's hit. Can't get it away. Sacked in the backfield. All right. Lee Scott doesn't have any timeouts. You're looking at second down, moving out of third down at 12. Lee Scott trying to get him back to the line of scrimmage as Cochran's the last guy that needs to get set. He does get set. Everybody's good to go with 10 seconds left. Third down and long. Faking the spike, Deering moves to his right, looking to throw downfield, chucks it towards the end zone, and it's picked off back at the three. This one by Pennington. Lee Scott will tackle him as the halftime buzzer rolls inside the 10-yard line. That was the best you could do with no timeouts. That's he had exactly to throw right. the helmet. They were in a hurry and pushed. Uh, Tate McKelvey made the tackle on the guy that intercepted the ball there. The end of the half. Tough reality there to not be able to get some points on what looked to be a pretty good drive after they got past midfield. The play that injured, engineered that was the tough throw there by Deering as he was getting drilled, yeah, yeah. connected with Tate McKelvey he downfield. Yeah. But your halftime score, Lee Scott trails Pike 14-0. to But I'll tell you, as you said it just a few seconds ago, they're hanging with them. They are. 14-0 to is a lot better than 21 to nothing. This may very well be the best team in AISA. They did win the well, state championship yeah. last year. Could be. Could be. Lee Scott down at half, 14-0. to We'll be back in just a few moments with the Orthopedic Clinic halftime show. Whether you're a senior golfer or pro athlete, high school football player, or little league superstar, injuries are sometimes just part of the game. When it happens, it's nice to know the Orthopedic Clinic is here to get you back in action. The team of physicians at the Orthopedic Clinic offer the latest in treatment, procedure options, and complete rehabilitation for knees, hips, ankles, spine, and more. Don't let aches and sprains or more serious orthopedic issues keep you on the sideline. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Sometimes you can't control your circumstances, just like you couldn't control that texting teenager ramming into the back of your new car. Or wildlife deciding to take a moonlight stroll in front of you on the highway. There! Oh, dear. But you can control how you react. When your vehicle needs a lift, call Auburn Express Towing at 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, your hometown attorney. My roots run deep in Auburn, Opelika. It was on these gridiron fields where I learned to win on Friday nights, just like I do today inside the courtroom. This season, let me be on your winning team. Our firm specializes in family law, criminal defense, car wrecks, and DUIs. You can visit our website at alsolaw.com or swing by our brand new office at 114 North 9th Street in downtown Opelika. Alsterbrook Law Group, proud supporter of the Lee Scott Warriors. Zethridge returns in concert with her 2021 tour. October 19th, the Gouge Performing Arts Center at Auburn University. Melissa Etheridge, live. Performing music for her new album, The Medicine Show. Available now. And her classes. Tickets on sale now at googecentertickets.auburn.edu. Melissa Etheridge, in concert. 
Russell Building Supply and Home Center is just around the corner in a brand new convenient location with a wide selection of grills, hardware, tools, paint, lawn and garden, and much more. The new store offers more home improvement items along with other helpful conveniences like a drive-through lumber yard and our best rewards program, making it an ideal destination for do-it-yourselfers and professional contractors. Get ready for game day on the plains by stocking up on all your Auburn tailgating gear at Russell Building Supply and Home Center. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Show on the Lee Scott Sports Network. The Orthopedic Clinic with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you. Online at theorthoclinic.com. Noah Gardner here with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. With locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you online at theorthoclinic.com. Lee Scott down at halftime, 14-0 to the Pike Liberal Arts Patriots. Tonight's ball game, very important. Of course, you still have a handful of ball games in region play to follow. There will be a bit of a stretch here of non-region games following tonight. You'll be taking on Macon East, Springwood, and Bessemer, all non-region games. And then you'll finish up region play in the back end of the season at Valiant Cross Academy and then hosting Hooper Academy. Lee Scott 1-0 after defeating Glenwood 23-22 last week, at least 1-0 in region play that is, 1-1 on the season. But region play is what matters. That is the games and the standings that count at the end of the day for playoff positioning. And with a win tonight, Lee Scott would put themselves in a very good position considering Pike won the state championship last year. They trail by 14. They've had a little bit of a difficult time moving the football here in the first half. Have been able to get inside Pike territory several times, but unable to put any points on the scoreboard yet. And Pike has been doing it in a methodical ground-and-pound style of way as well. A lot of 22 personnel, meaning two tight ends, two guys in the backfield behind the quarterback at running back and fullback in an I formation, and just one receiver. It's been old school. Back it up to the 1980s style of football play tonight from the Pike Patriots, and they lead 14-0. to zero. I'm going to take you through some of the first-half stats here for Lee Scott, of course. A look at the score by quarters. Pike scored seven in each of the first and second quarters here. Lee Scott still with no points on the board. Pike opened up the scorecard today with 2.54 left in the first quarter and then backed it up again with a touchdown drive after that with 8.53 left in the second quarter, both rushing touchdowns, and that is how they got to their 14 points. But you could say this, first two-thirds of the first quarter and the last two-thirds of the first half. Lee Scott played very solid defense as evidenced there by keeping them off the scoreboard. You look at some of the offense statistics for the Warriors here. Lee Scott has put it on the ground quite a few times up to this point. Looking at some of the yardage marks here. Patrick Futch has 31 yards on the ground. Jonathan Myers with 15. Ryan Deering put up 10 in the second quarter to have his Single game tally here. Tate McKelvey had just four in the first quarter, and that's all he's got at the moment. It was mainly a second quarter dominated by Ryan Deering at the quarterback position. Anderson Grimes with just two rushing yards, and Andrew Hahn at minus two. Look at the passing statistics here. Ryan Deering at this moment, 46 passing yards to Tate McKelvey's 12, but those passing yards 
largely on a connection to Tate McKelvey, who hauled it in for a 37-yard reception back in that second quarter. Tate McKelvey up to 37 receiving yards at the end of the first half. Andrew Hahn with 12, Jacob Larkin with 9. So that was your look there at the offensive statistics for the Lee Scott Warriors. And then what we've got on our stat sheet for tackles, and bear with us, this is unofficial statistics, what we've got up here in the booth. But 17 total tackles for the Warriors, four for Andrew Hahn, four for Dallin Bush, three for Patrick Futch, two apiece for Miles Zachary and Pete Lanier, and then one apiece for Tyler Kennedy and Cam Arwood, two younger guys getting out there playing some football tonight, two freshmen out there this evening. And that's a look at the Warriors tonight on their stat sheet as far as turnovers are concerned. Alex Cash was able to hop on a fumble recovery there with a nice stop at the end of that first half for the Warriors after a drop snap by the Pike Patriots. 14-0 here at halftime. We're going to step away for just a moment. When we come back, we'll take you back through this first half and get you set for the second half. Whether you're a senior golfer or pro athlete, high school football player, or little league superstar, injuries are sometimes just part of the game. When it happens, it's nice to know the Orthopedic Clinic is here to get you back in action. The team of physicians at the Orthopedic Clinic offer the latest in treatment, procedure options, and complete rehabilitation for knees, hips, ankles, spine, and more. Don't let aches and sprains or more serious orthopedic issues keep you on the sideline. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Sometimes you can't control your circumstances, just like you couldn't control that texting teenager ramming into the back of your new car. Or wildlife deciding to take a moonlight stroll in front of you on the highway. There! Oh, dear. But you can control how you react. When your vehicle needs a lift, call Auburn Express Towing at 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, your hometown attorney. My roots run deep in Auburn, Opelika. It was on these gridiron fields where I learned to win on Friday nights, just like I do today inside the courtroom. This season, let me be on your winning team. Our firm specializes in family law, criminal defense, car wrecks, and DUIs. You can visit our website at alsolaw.com or swing by a brand new office at 114 North 9th Street in downtown Opelika. Alsterbrook Law Group, proud supporter of the Lee Scott Warriors. Etheridge returns in concert with her 2021 tour. October 19th, the Gouge Performing Arts Center at Auburn University. Melissa Etheridge, live. Performing music for her new album, The Medicine Show. Available now. And her classes. Tickets on sale now at googecentertickets.auburn.edu. Melissa Etheridge, in concert. Russell Building Supply and Home Center is just around the corner in a brand new convenient location with a wide selection of grills, hardware, tools, paint, lawn and garden, and much more. The new store offers more home improvement items along with other helpful conveniences like a drive through lumber yard and our best rewards program, making it an ideal destination for do-it-yourselfers and professional contractors. Get ready for game day on the plains by stocking up on all your Auburn tailgating gear at Russell Building Supply and Home Center. 
The Lee Scott Sports Network is built by Russell Building Supply. Experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center. Halftime on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you online at theorthoclinic.com. Noah Gardner and Larry Huffrey with you with a score at halftime. Lee Scott 0, Pike 14. Some work to be done in the second half, Larry. A lot of work. I think we need to start up front. Um, I think 14 to zero is very workable, though. Uh, Noah, like we started at the game with, saying cut down on big plays. They've got two touchdowns. They've got two big plays, as I remember. Two big. One to run down the field, and one to pass down the field. So that's still very workable. We can uh, we can hang in here and uh, come out with a victory. You know, let's don't give up. Don't get your head down. Let's just play a uh, play good football. And I imagine inside the locker room right now, these coaches are probably trying to light a fire in these guys, see what else they can get so. out of them. Not saying that the effort hasn't been there, because the effort's been there. The they are hitting. They're hitting. They're playing very well. No, they're playing a very good football team. And they're only down 14 to nothing. There's nothing to hang your head about here. Just hold it up and keep hitting and, and keep making plays. You know, and keep them from making the big plays. Play smart. Uh, we have so far no big penalties to uh, to hurt us really bad. And, um, you know, just uh, put forth a lot of effort that you've been putting forth. Continue to do it. And they're getting in the right positions, too. They are. Very little times has there been when Pike is running the football. There's just been a massive gap somewhere. You're somebody right. hits the hole. That's and somebody right. is there. That's right. And, and like I say, they're playing a very good football team. We've talked about their line. Uh, their offensive back, as soon as they're hitting, they're spinning. They've been coached well, you know, Pike has. So, uh, hey, give them credit. Give them credit. And give Lee Scott credit, too. It's only 14 to nothing. Uh, they had this fourth down turnover right down here. It turned out to be a fumble, but they had held them. And, um, boy, wouldn't it be ugly if it was 21 to nothing? That'd be a lot deeper pit to dig out of than 14 to nothing right here. And that's the positive thing to look at right here as these Warriors will be more than likely coming out of the locker room pretty soon here. There's two and a half minutes left until warm-ups begin. But that's the positive to look at because guess who gets the football to start the second half? Well, Lee Scott we're going to get it. That's exactly right. Which would have been even crazier if Lee Scott had been able to score on that final drive right before oh, the end man, of the first wouldn't half. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, we could be looking at tying it up right here. And the way that the first half ended was a Hail Mary shot to the end zone that was picked off by Zakevin Pennington for Pike. 14-0 your score here at halftime. What are the keys to the second half to turn this thing around and get in the mix? Play very smart football. Do not give up big plays. Uh, no out-of-control penalties, use your head, and uh, and make plays plays. Make good football plays. If they're the better team, which I'm not saying they're not, but let them beat you from making good plays, but you trying and you putting forth the effort, and if that happens, hey, hats off to them. You know, you've done your job. Something else that I want to add, and this may be cliche, but if you're going to win this ball game, you're going to have to dig down and you're going to find something. You've got to find that extra gear. That's exactly right. Um, line has got to uh, the line has got to do a better job they've been getting beat but they're getting beat by good people but toughen it up this quarter right here when you come out and uh pull them off just push this next half it's either going to be one of those halves where the dam opens or you're going to have to plug it up and these warriors are going to be in for a physical that's a great word to use that, yeah. physical second half very fit they played a physical first half 
It's going to be a physical second if it is. And just to kind of break that down, they're in the I formation 90% of the time with they two are. tight ends, not not three receiver I form. They but are. I mean, like, there's only one receiver out there. You're packing in all the big guys. That's exactly right. You're right there, and um, just like it used to be, you know, cramming it down your throat. What they say, three yards and a cloud of dust. That's right. Think. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny about this is this is not how Pike played last year. Pike played last year with speed oh and a spread, they and they were chucking the ball downfield, and they, they were did. getting out on the edge. This is a completely different style of, of game. All the way different. I think they had different material. You know, Coach White's son was the quarterback. I think he's playing baseball at Florida State. That's right. Didn't you say that? Uh, and I think they have some other very well athletes on their team. Not that they don't have any this year, but last year they could really move. They're playing college, either football, baseball, or something somewhere right now. So. So just a different personnel, and he's doing a good job with what he's got. And Pike definitely at this moment, looking around the rest of AISA, definitely looks like a team that's going to be in the mix at the end. I think they will. Me and you have talked about this a little bit. Regardless of what happens in this ballgame tonight, this could be your semifinal matchup. Well, I would be glad to make it to the semifinals. I would. I think that would be a positive. Um, I'd be glad to get there, but I sure would be want to go further than that if you could. That's right. That's it for the Orthopedic Clinic halftime show. And with two and a half minutes of the warm-up period, halftime's technically over. This is technically the warm-up period. Lee Scott's still in the locker room. When we come back, they'll be out on the field, and we'll have second-half kickoff here on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Whether you're a senior golfer or pro athlete, high school football player, or little league superstar, injuries are sometimes just part of the game. When it happens, it's nice to know the Orthopedic Clinic is here to get you back in action. The team of physicians at the Orthopedic Clinic offer the latest in treatment, procedure options, and complete rehabilitation for knees, hips, ankles, spine, and more. Don't let aches and sprains or more serious orthopedic issues keep you on the sideline. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Sometimes you can't control your circumstances, just like you couldn't control that texting teenager ramming into the back of your new car. Or wildlife deciding to take a moonlight stroll in front of you on the highway. There! You can control how you react. When your vehicle needs a lift, call Auburn Express Towing at 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, your hometown attorney. My roots run deep in Auburn, Opelika. It was on these gridiron fields where I learned to win on Friday nights, just like I do today inside the courtroom. This season, let me be on your winning team. Our firm specializes in family law, criminal defense, car wrecks, and DUIs. You can visit our website at alsolaw.com or swing by our brand new office at 114 North 9th Street in downtown Opelika. Alsterbrook Law Group, proud supporter of the Lee Scott Warriors. AU100 is W-A-U-E, Waverly, Auburn, Opelika, home of the Lee Scott Warriors on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. This is the third quarter of Lee Scott Academy Football, brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports. the Lee Scott Sports Network. Noah Gardner and Larry Humphrey with you. 
Lee Scott trailing 14 to zero. Larry, keys to the second half. Um, no mistakes. Cut your mistakes and limit their big plays. Have fun. Um, no, I wonder if Coach Daniel told him said, hey. Whoever wants to come back out here, let's come back out here and play. If you don't, just sit in the locker room, you know. So, I, w I wonder what was said. I'd love to know what was said in there. Start of the second half, Lee Scott opened up the ball game kicking. They deferred on the coin toss. They will now receive, working from right to left on your radio dial. The kickoff moving from left to right. Two touchdowns in the ball game, and it has been slow moving in between the tackles football. Pike to kick off with Renfro. Back to return is McKelvey and Butch. This is a high pooch kick taken down. That one looks to be Landry Cochran. He's trying to change the field. Breaks one tackle at the 30 and then slammed on his side a couple yards back, but he's going to get out of the 30 for progress. All right, not a bad place to start. All right, offense. Let's see if they worked up any plays where y'all can move those big old boys up front. Dallin Bush checks into the ball game late. Has some words for Tate McKelvey, who's playing quarterback. Bush is in at the slot. Tate takes the snap, moves to his right. There looked to be what needed to be a handoff there. He fumbled out of his hands, caught it, breaks a couple tackles at the line, gets outside, tries to hurdle a guy, and he's pushed out at the 50, and a penalty flag and comes flag out. In the late too. And I hope that's not against McKelvey for hurdling. I hope not also. You are not about to get a guy for hurdling. And I think they are. They're talking about it. McKelvey got about 20 on the play after what was a busted play, and he it broke was, a couple yeah. of tackles to get out there. And I think the handoff was missed. And, uh, and he fumbled with it in his hands, held on to it. Now there is a personal foul. It goes against Lee Scott. Oh, I don't know about this one. Coach Daniel's not knowing about it either. No, he's not. Just about, about five yards up the field. That's what I want to know. What's the flag for? What is the flag for? That was a personal foul of some sort. And I think they called on McKelvey because that's exactly where he threw the marker at. And nothing else happened there. He jumped over a guy. Wow. First down and six. So he's he's trying to say. I don't know what he's saying. He's telling them to get back on the sideline. First down at six from their own 34. Now the pressure's coming for McKelvey. Keeps it. Jukes in the backfield and now spun down around his waist. He loses two. They were there that time. I just. Boy, that hurts. All right, let's go, though, right here. Second and eight. And that's a penalty at the AISA level. I'm unaware of it. Yeah, I don't know what that would all be about. Because you watch on Saturdays and Sundays, and guys get jumped over all the time. Yeah. Second down and eight on their own 32. Ten minutes, 59 seconds left here in the second half. McKelvey throws there back on the play action pass. Finds Futch. He misses one. Trying to get past two. He's got it up for the first down that across down. the 40. 
That's that play that they have run success with. Takes a step or two toward the right, then comes back and gets to go on the left-hand side of the field. Got it on the 43-yard line now. Lee Scott's got their first first down of the second half. They've only had a handful of them across the ball game. Well, I hope they pick up another one right here. Alex Cash playing tight end on the left side of the line of scrimmage. He's not out there all the time. Let's see what happens here. Three wide receiver look. McKelvey takes the snap. Play action pass. Rolling to his right. Has to step up. Pressure coming. They've got him in the backfield. Three Pike Patriots sack him. Yep. All three of them right there. And what's tough about that is Anderson drives wide open on an out route towards that sideline. I did not see it. Yep. It's the flood play that worked so well last week and right. a little bit longer developing of a play when it's play action you got to roll to your right. right. Protection's just not there, but we talked about this a lot in the first half. How can it be with their 330, 338 yeah. pounds on that defensive yeah, they line? there's some big old boys up front. McKelvey, mm. delayed handoff. They're in the backfield. Four Patriots hit Myers. Loss of five. He had nowhere to go. They were. No defensive line was back there before the ball was. Colton Taylor, yeah. six Three foot, yards. looks to be in that same range of guys up front that are 300 pounds. Yeah, you're right. Mighty big boys. Third down and 17, ball on their own 33-yard line after what looked to be a little bit of a promising drive. Warriors now looking at third down and long. Four wide receiver look. Deering get a quarterback, drops the snap. It was low. Having to move to his left, he's got two Patriots coming for him, sacked. One, two, three, four. He had zero time. Couldn't get out of the pocket before they were around him and breaking him down. You're exactly right. Fourth down at 26, brought all the way back to their 25-yard line. 55 right there. All right, Frankie J. Jeffcoat. All right, let's get off a good punt here. Roll later on the punt, moves to his left, the lefty. This one's a low-line drive. That one could be dangerous if a pipe player were to hit it. Yeah, let it hit him in the back. And it's going to roll up to the 41-yard line on the other side, and it's favorable field position for Pike. Pete Lanier downs it right there. Yeah. They've got a good starting spot. Our defense starts off their third quarter right here with their back against the wall. Change of possession, 8-18 here in the third quarter. First down and 10 for Pike at their own 41. Lee Scott defense out on the field after four minutes here in the third, and it's gut check time. You can't let them score if you want to have a chance in this ballgame. That's exactly right. See Jacob Baker in the game, placing Bush in the linebacker spot. Trips to the left for Eubanks, that quarterback in the shotgun. Eubanks claps, and now here comes the snap. Delayed handoff. Eubanks will keep it. And in the backfield is Jonathan Myers. Spins him down for a loss of one. You thought it might have been even more, but Eubanks keeps the legs churning and just gets back to about a yard away from that line of scrimmage. Yeah. That's just the power that these Pike players have to keep moving. High motors, and they are strong. They are very, very strong. Myers came from his linebacker spot and uh, hit him really further than a few yards. He was able to get a few yards after Myers hit him. Blew the play up. Oh, yeah. 14-0. to zero. 
here in the third quarter, nearing that midway point. Lee Scott's defense has played well tonight. They have. Five wide receiver formation for Eubanks. Got to watch out for the QB draw here. He can move. Officials. I believe that's an illegal substitution against Pike. Five yards, delay a game. Five yard penalty. Okay. Second down and 16. Wasn't delay of game and it wasn't false start. Had to be. Illegal substitution. All right, here we go. Our officials now needing to work out with stuff on the clock. Head coach Mario White's pointing to something either on the scoreboard or at the play clock. Can't quite tell. They're talking about it. Official timeout on the field right now as two coaches are giving him an explanation. It's going to be second down and 16 if this penalty stands. I have a hard time believing that they overturned this. Like I said, there was still a good, you know, 20 seconds left on the play clock. And Mario White has said his piece, and now the White Hat's coming over to have a conversation. And when you see officials, you know, yeah. wander over to someone else like that, that little bit of a stroll. I, 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 do, I do not know. I, I don't know why he threw the flag or blew the whistle. I don't know how there could have been an illegal substitution because everybody was set. And it was and, a five-wide receiver yeah. formation. So. Well, they're sticking with it. So here they we are. Go. I'm not quite sure what that was either. Second down and 16. They'll stay in the five-wide formation. Penalty call stands, 14-0. Seven minutes, 12 seconds left here in the third quarter. Eubanks claps. Lee Scott's bringing the pressure. Screen pass outside. They get a block in the back. No penalty flag yeah. comes out right in front of the official. It's 10 yards down the field where Patrick Futch gets the stop. Out to the 45, and there's some extracurriculars a little bit here as Pike will pull their receiver away. That was number 11, Jackson Booth, who made the catch, the freshman. Yeah, Aaron Greenwood for them made a good tackle on our uh, corner right there. Tyler Kennedy, a freshman. Third down and six. Ball on their own 45-yard line, just four yards ahead of where the original line of scrimmage was. This has been a long set of chains. Eubanks has a running back in the backfield. That's going to be Pruitt Vaughn. Four wide receiver look. It's two split out of each side. They go with Vaughn, who comes up the middle, trucks over a warrior in the gap at the 50, but he may have done just enough to get him shy of the first down mark, but they do have him short by a yard. Yeah, I don't think he made it. Jonathan Myers may have taken a hit there, but he got the stop. Yeah. Pike has no remorse. They're going to go for it. Fourth down and one. Two wide receivers split to each side. Why not run the same play again? We'll see if they go, do yeah. it. Pruitt Vaughn the back yet again. Eubanks at quarterback. They've just moved Vaughn out to the left side now. Snap it. Eubanks will carry left side uh -huh. and crash again to try and make the play was Martin. Eubanks blows by him after a nice block and his track speed carries him out to the end zone. Touchdown. He goes 49 yards, bud. There's a flag. Not on the so side. fast. Could this be a block in the back? Because I saw somebody fly by. I certainly hope so. That's the call. That's big. As Warrior Chants come out saying, you can't do that. Let's see how far this gets marked off. 
It's going to be 10 yards. Yeah. There's block in the back, holding, whatever it may be. That's twice out on the edge that a touchdown's gotten brought back due to holding. Well, that's true. And uh, there was holding over here a while ago that they didn't call on Kennedy. It's 10 yards from the spot of the foul. The yellow T-shirt's out there at the 46. It's going to bring them back all the way to their own 43-yard line. Fourth down and eight. I'm not, I don't, it doesn't look like you're going to punt this time, Noah. I don't think they punted yet tonight. I don't think so. Maybe they don't punt. Five wide receiver luck, fourth down and eight from their own 43. This is a big decision because if you don't get this, Lee Scott's got some favorable field position. They're going to go. Lee Scott bringing the pressure. Eubanks back to pass. Chunks one in the same downfield. Catching it in stride inside the 20-yard line is number six, the five-foot-two receiver, Aaron Greenwood. Ran by in the slot. It was five verts, not four verts. And he is hauled down at the opposing eight. That hurts. That hurts. I told you in the pregame about this. This is the play that we saw a couple times against Glenwood last week, but Glenwood didn't hit it accurately. Eubanks has got the arm. Yeah. Britt Vaughn sheds two in the backfield on the next play, goes around right tackle, and trucks into the end zone for the Pike touchdown. Yeah, they made it look easy right there. I hope our guys haven't given up. I see a lot of heads down. Get your heads up, guys. 20 to 0, 524 left here in the third quarter, and Pike scores their first points of the second half. Very, very quiet. It's quietest I've heard it all night right here. And we got here when there were just a few people. Renfro on to kick. Punt block, or excuse me, field goal block was on. Can't get there in time. Almost got there. Fletch yeah. was coming around the edge. Yep. That one is flung up and through the uprights, 21 to 0. We're going to step aside here for just a moment. When we come back, we'll have the kickoff 30 seconds later here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, 21 0. Pike. of 20 years hits a major growth mode. Then you realize you've spent 5,000 hours on conference calls, 8,000 hours in meetings, a million hours working late, all to take care of your customers. But you'll only trust your one true passion and your company's future to one bank, Troy Bank & Trust. Today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need, Troy Bank & Trust. Member FDIC. Listening to Lee Scott Warrior Football, brought to you by Auburn Express Towing on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Now, back to the action. Lee Scott had him at fourth and eight, and a shot play put him inside the 10-yard line. Next play, Pike scores with Pruitt Vaughn on an eight-yard touchdown run. It's 21-0, Pike over Lee Scott with 524 left in the third quarter. Yeah, we had him at once upon a time backed up over on this side of the 50. And on a fourth down, and we let him out. End over end kick, pooch kick to Cochran, who catches it over his shoulder, trying to get blockers in front of him, can't, and he is mauled back at the 20-yard line. He caught that just a couple yards inside his 20, he did. and then he gets nowhere. No, they were good, great coverage by Pike that time. They're fast and they're strong. Yep. You know, this I is. I really do think they're better than Glenwood. No, uh, Glenwood may beat them. 
but I really think Pike is a better team of what I have seen in the last two weeks. Certainly larger in the trenches. Yeah. That makes a difference with the way oh, yeah. that Glenwood wants to play. Lee Scott was pushing around in the trenches last week. Yeah. Pike very much so should be able to do the same with 300-pound uh, offensive and defensive linemen. Yeah, I think so. I think Lee Scott's a very good football team of their own right. I do too. Lee Scott's going to be factoring in the mix at the end of the year. This yeah, is just a great football team. It is. High snap. Potentially busted play. No, a little bit of a switcheroo. Dallin Bush is the one carrying the ball up the field. Wow, lost me. I thought it had to be Myers or yeah. Tate McKelvey, but instead it's Dallin Bush yeah. who's hustling. I lost I lost the football. Yeah, they've got Bush on the offense. They've put uh, Myers on defense. Both of them have played a little bit of that before, but they've got those two guys swapped up right now. Second down and three. Bush was able to get seven around right tackle. I don't know what happened there. We're just going to call yeah, it the switcheroo. Yeah. Second and three. Ball on their own 28 now are the Warriors. Four minutes and 36 seconds to work here in the third quarter. McKelvey will take the snap. Four players to his left side in the formation. McKelvey throws on the run. Out route pass to Cochran. Cochran gets upfield. Breaks a tackle. Tiptoes the sideline. Picks up another five or seven yards. That's a big play. 20 yards play. on a total. Great gets him out of the 45. Yeah, great downfield blocking that time for the Warriors. Anderson Grimes and Pete Lanier that time. Great blocking down the field. That's what you need. Just because the ball doesn't come to you does not mean you do not have a job. Landry Cochran plays running back, tight end, wide receiver, linebacker. Guy hits. Like his attitude out there on the football field. He's a football player. Heavy set here, two tight end. Look, McKelvey is swarmed in the backfield. Finds a way to miss two where he was yeah. standing at the quarterback position and then moves ahead for another yard and is tackled in the backfield. It's going to be second down and 11. There are four down linemen for Pike, and they are in your backfield within two seconds very, at the very moment. Very quickly, yeah. And they all look sort of like a uh, – one of them is a tree stump, and then one of them are cut about halfway up. They are all tall and big, thick fellas. Second down and long. It's Frankie J. Jeffcoat who got the tackle. Grimes will move from the slot right to left in motion. Fakes the handoff to Grimes, and then McKelvey will give it on the option look to Patrick Futch, I don't who know. lost another yard. Yeah, I don't know if we're trying to get outside and just can't get out there, but we're not having any luck up front. Third down and 12. Game is won in the trenches, and tonight Pike has had a stranglehold on it. Yeah, the team with the most points has won it so far. Third down and long. Got to find time to block here for Tate McKelvey to get something up. They are no safeties up there. None. Blitzing. Seven guys. They go Fudge. Fudge got past the line of scrimmage at first. Ball's on the ground. Pike's got it. I saw the ball explode out of Fudge. A helmet got on the ball. And Pike said they had it, and they do. They're at the Lee Scott 45-yard line. Only the second turnover of the year on the yeah, Warriors. Going, uh, going the other way now. Pike's got a guy down. Looks like he has a cramp. Jackson Booth laying down back at his own 45. Pike's drive will pick up at the Lee Scott 45 while they tend to Booth. We'll take a break here. Pike up 21-0 after the Lee Scott turnover on third down.
Hey, it's Zach Blackerby with the Auburn Network, and I want to tell you about Workout Anytime. Workout Anytime is the newest gym in the Auburn-Nopalika area. It's open 24-7, so you can work out when it best fits your schedule. I love working out there because of the great cardio options, free weights. They have individual training options, as well as hydrotherapy beds. They even have tanning. Go by and see what Workout Anytime has to offer. They're located at 501 2nd Avenue. Hey, it's Zach Blackerby with the Auburn Network, and I want to tell you about Workout Anytime. Workout Anytime is the newest gym in the Auburn-Nopalika area. It's open 24-7, so you can work out when it best fits your schedule. I love working out there because of the great cardio options, free weights. They have individual training options, as well as hydrotherapy beds. They even have tanning. Go by and see what Workout Anytime has to offer. They're located at 501 2nd Avenue in historic downtown Opelika, or give them a call at 334-737-6. Pike offense takes back over with 3.02 left in the third quarter. It's 21-0 Pike. They go Pennington left side. Blockers clear the way. He's got nine. He's got ten as he lowers his shoulder to the first down marker. Zakeven Pennington, the senior running back, getting his fill tonight. He hobbles off after they got Jackson Booth off the field. Two plays, two straight. Don't want to call them injuries because I think they're cramps, but... Pike players got to come off the field. Yeah, Fudge made the tackle then. And, you know, hey, give that little guy credit for getting in that guy's way. Knocked his helmet off, so he had to come off. First down and 10 up to the Lee Scott 35. 235 left here in the third quarter. Claps, high snap, bringing it down as Eubanks. They go with Pruitt Vaughn. Pruitt Vaughn is hit by Myers in the hole. Myers he just blows him. through him and spins around. He's got five off of the contact alone. Yeah, I know. Myers hit him hard, folks. If you're not watching on the on your computer, boy, Myers laid a lick on him, and he just bounced right off of him. Then Reeves Coon came and cleaned it up. Reeves Coon wearing number 55 for the Warriors, a senior out there on that defensive line. Second down and six, ball at the Lee Scott 31. Under two minutes left in the third. Eubanks trying to get outside, makes a nice little cut, makes two nice little cuts as he gets to the outside, cuts up field, gets past the first down marker, and he is knocked down after about eight. Eubanks is a pretty shifty guy. Love some of our folks just uh, reaching for air. I don't know how many folks at home watch Carrion Johnson play football, but it's those jump cuts. Yeah, it's where he hops a little bit in the air and just blows straight past you. Once he gets out in open field, you got to worry about him running all the way. Yeah. Well, he has a couple times here tonight. And they've been called back That's except right. for one. Yeah, you're right. Four wide receiver look for Pike. Eubanks is running back in the backfield is Baker. Baker will get it behind right guard. There's a lot of space. High steps over a defender at his ankles. Hustles into the end zone, and there's the 22-yard touchdown for Cameron Baker. Well, well. Baker's going 22 yards. Strength and speed is showing out right here. Folks, not a lot to say. Just catching our breath, too. Twenty-seven to zero with the touchdown. One fourteen left in the third quarter. As Renfro's on 
to take the extra point. That one may have missed. No, no, he may have. Over the top of the left upright, yeah. and it's good. 28-0. One fourteen left of the third. We'll step away here, and when we come back, we'll have your kickoff. At Glenn Smith in Opelika, we love this time of the year with all the excitement of football. We also love that Glenn Smith can play a part in supporting high school sports. We salute the team, coaches, band, the cheerleaders, and of course the families and fans. We are proud to be your Chevrolet Buick and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet Buick GMC. Get ready to smile. The Lee Scott Sports Network is built by Russell Building Supply. Experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center. Mike takes it down the field and a touchdown for Baker. Puts him up 28-0, 114 left in the third quarter. And Lee Scott's going to get the ball back here. Renfro on to kick off. End over end. This one drops down inside the 20-yard line where it'll be taken out by Fudge. Trying to go from right to left. Misses one man off of his back who's trying to get him with his jersey. Arm tackles will not work on Patrick Fudge, but he is brought down shy of the 30-yard line. Two yards short of it. Gets pushed down at the 28. Patrick's had a good game tonight. He's uh, been on a lot of offensive plays and defense. Well, it looks to me, and I know I'm not down there on the field, but we need to turn it up field quicker. Um, he's kicking it that side every time. And it seems to, uh, if we could turn it up the field quicker, that may help our yards. We're getting a lot of yards, but they're all sideways. They don't go in the books. First down and 10 for Lee Scott. 107 left here in this third quarter. And our officials toss a penalty flag on the far sideline by Pike sideline. We lined up off sides that time, Noah. Yeah, five yard penalty. We've got two lines, five yards, the way again. Coach Daniels won't know about it. First down and 15. six here in the third quarter it's 28 to zero and a five-yard penalty against the Warriors brings them back to the 24 yard line and Lee Scott is taking a timeout to talk about it Buster Daniels not happy he's giving these two officials an earful after the five-yard penalty yeah he is um, I, I didn't see it I don't think anyone saw it but I think I'm sure he's frustrated like like all of us probably a whole lot more Well, they've listened all they're going to listen, so we're going to go back and try to snap the ball now. Timeout brought to you by Alsobrook Law Group. He's standing out there. He's still wanting some kind of... Yeah, coach is still standing out yeah. at the 20-yard line in the backfield. He, he is. Well. He's wanting something else. 
He's asking them to come back over and talk to him. Coach is unhappy. Buster's last words are in, and we're ready to go yet again. Lee Scott with two wide receivers to Tate McKelvey's left in the shotgun. First down and 15. Pike with no safeties high. If you could get something over the top, that would be wonderful. Yeah, it's get... a lot of pressure coming in, though. Fakes the handoff to Grimes, who is in motion. McKelvey gets five as he shoots through the gap. A yard short of the first down marker, excuse me, of the original line of scrimmage, that yeah. is. He did get back to the original yeah, line of scrimmage, back to his own 29. Second and 10 now. 48 seconds of counting here in the third. All right, Warriors. McKelvey snaps. Play action. Rolls to his left. Throws across his body. This one low. Caught by Anderson Grimes. And he might be just a few short of the first down. Marker looks to be short of it by three as Pike players... Now objecting to the officials. Yeah. So our center that time, Connor Stewart, who's just a sophomore, said something to one of them, and uh, it was legal, but it was uh, it was questionable. Third down and three. All right, we need a good snap here. We got a new center. When I believe to be Connor Starr in there at center right. now. High snap, was rocketed back there. Hand off to Myers. He's going to do nothing for him as Pike is in the backfield. Warriors, no, no loss. Uh, no gain. Third and four turns to fourth and four, and Lee Scott's down by 28. That's probably your last play of the third quarter as it's down to 10 seconds. I think you're right. I'm going to let it run on him. That was your last play of the third quarter here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. We will take a minute break here, and when we come back, we've got fourth quarter play-by-play -play on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Pike 28, Lee Scott 0. Melissa Anthony Tweet turns in concert with her 2021 tour. October 19th, the Gouge Performing Arts Center at Auburn University. Melissa Etheridge, live. Performing music from her new album, The Medicine Show. Available now. And her classes. Tickets on sale now at GoogeCenterTickets.Auburn.edu. Melissa Etheridge, in concert. Russell Building Supply and Home Center is just around the corner in a brand new convenient location with a wide selection of grills, hardware, tools, paint, lawn and garden, and much more. The new store offers more home improvement items along with other helpful conveniences like a drive through lumber yard and our best rewards program, making it an ideal destination for do-it-yourselfers and professional contractors. Get ready for game day on the plains by stocking up on all your Auburn tailgating gear at Russell Building Supply and Home Center. 
This is the fourth quarter of Lee Scott Academy Football, brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports. Start of the fourth quarter, Pike 28, Lee Scott 0, fourth down and four at their own 35. Lee Scott's going to have to punt. One man deep to return for Pike is Cade Brookins. As a long punt there, that one flips the field, takes a bounce at the 20, goes all the way to the 10, and inside it to the 7. He punted that from his own 25-yard line. Long, long way. Well, that may be one of the That's the best, best punt I've ever seen from him. Yeah, and, and, you know, hey, I think he was our player of the game sometimes last year, wasn't he, Rolator? So that was one of the best plays of this game here for Lee Scott. His legs really coming a long way since we saw him against Macon East last year. He is turning into a big-time impact player yeah, on this has, football he team. He does a great job with that, uh, rolling it out, letting his team get down the field, and does a great job doing that. 11.46 here in the fourth quarter. Pike up 28-0 on Lee Scott's. Scoreboard doesn't tell the whole story. Lee Scott's fault is that at the end of the day, Pike has had some big plays and some big drives. Into that eye formation, they go handoff, right tackles where yeah. it goes behind, moving earth. They got four yards on it as he's dropped. Hard to see the number on who was carrying it. I think it was Pennington. Looks to be number three. Jersey number scrunched up a little bit. It is Pennington. Okay. So we've gotten five four yards. Right yards. Yeah, almost five. Yeah. Pike looks to possibly be taking the air out of the football maybe a little bit. Yeah, I see Alex Cash in there on defense. I've not. Have you noticed him before? Now? I haven't. Maybe he's played a little bit. Yeah. Just has eluded our vision. Big guy out there at defensive end now. He'll come downhill, double teamed. They'll run behind the double team. Lee Scott drives the pile back after it gains about three right up the middle. Third down. There's no hope of knowing who was carrying that football. It's a lot of folks oh, in the middle. Was a lot of folks out there. Could very well have been Pennington, number three, as it went to running back again. You're looking at third down and two now. This guy wanted to get that football back. Ten and a half to go until the end of the ball game tonight. Yeah, I hope they don't drop their hand and Pike score several touchdowns here. I think there's some things to be proud of tonight. Oh, yeah. I form again. Big hole, right it. tackle, they do, but he bounces it outside. Lee Scott trying to get him Good out job. at the 20, spins down, out making the tackle on the outside. Patrick Futch got him around the waist and said, nah, but it is enough for the first down nonetheless. Got four yards. Yeah, Patrick's played a fantastic game. Off the top as a safety, he's a senior. First down and 10, got just ball, enough. Making tackles, being where he's supposed to. You know, it looked like he had more room, and Patrick closed it very quickly. There's going to be some positive things to see on film here, and I'll yeah, tell you, it gets yeah. easier moving forward on the schedule. Yeah. you got Macon East at home next week. They took a loss to Valiant Cross in one of their games. It's, it's not the same Macon East team from last year that beat Lee Scott by 20. Then you got Springwood, 0-3. He's been outscored like 120-20 to 20 right now. Deep throw downfield. Eubanks misses. His intended receiver, number 11 for Pike, Andrew, Mario Davenport. Andrew Hahn had pretty good coverage on him that time. We just cannot get in to put any pressure on this guy. We have not all night long. But look at the wall up front. I mean, just look at that, Noah. Look at that wall up there. 
huge boys. Going back to what I was saying about the schedule, Springwood so far this year through three games outscored 141 to 22. Mercy. That's coming up in two weeks. And then you got Bessemer, who got thumped by Glenwood 31 to 0 week one. It's a different looking stretch over the next three weeks than it was last year. It's pretty much the exact same schedule. Yeah. Pitch play here on second down and 10 string after the missed shot play. Lee Scott does string it out, and they make the tackle at the line of scrimmage. Good stop there Good for the job. Warriors. Everyone doing their job that time. After Bessemer Academy, they'll play Valiant Cross on the road. If you remember last year, that was the blocked extra point game that the Warriors won. Got them into the playoffs. Yeah. Then they'll play Hooper, lost to Pike 63-0 last week. Then you wrap it up against Morgan, who's the only undefeated team in the other region here at this level of AISA play. Easier schedule after this ball game. Of course, me and you talked about it a lot. This is the end of that stretch where you said you're opening with Georgia, Alabama, and Florida, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. That take the confidence out of a lot of folks. Third down and seven, and these Warriors rose to the occasion. And, a lot to be proud we're, of. We're one and three. Well, if this turns out to be that, one and You'd three. You'd be one and two. One and two, I'm sorry, yes. So that's uh, that's better than it could be. Penalty marker will go against Pike. Backs him up five on the false start. So now they're looking at third down and 12 from deep inside their own territory at their 19-yard line. I mean, there's a lot of positives to take away through these first three weeks. You beat Glenwood, first of all, huge, but the work is not done. I think you went out here and did some positive things tonight as a screen pass is made out into the slot. Lee Scott stuffs it five yards down the field. The receiver brings in the catch is Aaron Greenwood. Five-foot-two man plays with some pop. Yeah, he does. Um, you know, we're talking about differences. Last year, we were afraid to tackle. This year, we're not afraid to tackle. We are not afraid to stick our head in there and hit somebody. 28-0. Pike, as they'll bring out the punt team for the first time tonight, fourth down and seven. Yeah. That's not to say Lee Scott hasn't gotten stops. They have gotten stops. It's just been Pike's been all go. Right. And you're talking about differences between this year's and last year's game. It's 56-0 last year. Yeah. It's 28-0. Lee Scott ha was very much so in this ball game for a long period of time. They were. He on into the third quarter. Pike is a very good football team. They're going to wear most teams down this year. They won the state championship, and they're going to be in the mix again. End over end. Tate McKelvey's back to return it. Muffs it, dives on it. Takes a hit while he's on the turf. And his own 36 and a half. Yeah. That's my king. They have a cramp. And he's holding his back right hamstring. Oh, no. Looks like he's holding his towel now as he turns around. Yeah, maybe he's drying his hands. There is something ginger about the way that Tate McKelvey's moving around a little bit, but it's a fresh set of chains yeah. here for Lee Scott while we await the pike. He's going to be a receiver on this series. Well, Lee Scott's broken the huddle, but there's a penalty marker back at the pike sideline all the way back at the 25. Hmm. going to let him do it again. Let's I don't know. I, I've got no word or, or no sight yet of what this may be, or if they're going to be moving Pike back. They are penalized by 5-4 in illegal procedures. They are going to make a punt again. And McKelvey appears to be just fine. They're going to bring another guy back, possibly to return. Two men high, okay. and that third one is Pete Lanier. So to punt yet again, this will be number 11, Mario Davenport, well, kick it away. Back there. They Ran Lanier back off, brought him off. Davenport to take it. Punt block was on. Futch almost got there. This one takes a bounce, and a favorable Warrior bounce as it 
Draws back into Cade Renfro as he was tracking down the field. That one spotted down at the Warrior 47. So, penalty flag gave him about five yards. That's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little bit more than that. Maybe about 10. Eight 10. 7.40 left in the ball game. Every team needs a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guy is towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing at Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. Ryan Deering throwing on the run. Perfect out route pass to Anderson Grimes, who hauls it in at the other 45. It's going to be eight on first down. Well, our line did a better job. He rolled out, which gave him more time, but the line did a pretty good job that time. It's going to be second down and one. 7.15 left in the ballgame. Tonight's ballgame brought to you by Auburn Express Towing, our presenting game sponsor here on the Lee Scott Sports Network. To wide receiver look at the bottom of your screen on the Lee Scott Sports Network Facebook page. Deering will snap. Goes behind right guard. This one with... Jonathan Myers finds enough for the first down. Three on second down. Push it down that. It's the starter still out there, yeah. too, for yeah. Pike. Some guys switching yeah. in Some and out a little bit. Some of them are going off now. They, yeah, here, yeah. It's a mix at the moment. Most of them still the starters for Pike. Yeah. Up by four touchdowns. Don't blame them, though. A lot of coaches want to see these guys finish. That's all right. Four touchdowns isn't always warning backups either. You're so right. Deering will go. Deering handoff. Myers. Myers met by Jamarian Fuller. All 338 pounds of him throws him on the turf. Loss of a yard. <laughs> Myers is he's a he's all muscle. He is not a huge guy. Especially when you compared him to 330 some pounds, wasn't it? That's right, Jamarian Fuller, yeah. senior defensive tackle. Yeah. It's hard to block that. You're not going to find that on pretty much any other team in AISA. Uh, that's exactly right. He's big. He's good. He's been in the backfield all night long. He's Jamarian Fuller. <laughs> yeah. Ryan Deering, pitch pass to Tate McKelvey. He's trying to string it out to the outside. Makes two men miss, makes a third. That is hard. That is still fighting. That yeah. is driving your shoulder pads into the chest of a pike defender when you got two around your waist. And that's for a yard. That's exactly right. A lot of, a lot of heart right there. Third down and ten. Giving it his all. Third down and ten. There's no quitting this Warrior team. Mm, no. I've not seen any one of them quit yet. And the thing is, I think Lee Scott's still going to come out with a lot of confidence. Still a lot to work on. That's kind of the measuring stick here. But you yeah. came out, you beat Glenwood, and you got yourself in a position to host a playoff game. Yeah. Derrick's still playing QB here with four wide receivers. And looked to be possibly a trick play. It was. Alex Cash was lined up in the interior of the offensive line. Split out was number 66, Graydon Ketchum. And this penalty flag on the Pike sideline yet again. Yeah, I think we moved a little too quick. It's going to bring him back five. Third down and 15. Third down and 15. Alex Cash back to the sideline after a little bit of trickeration. Yep. Five minutes to go here in the fourth. Pike 28, Lee Scott 0. Trips to the left for Ryan Deering. He'll clap, 
moves to his left. Bootleg play here. Steps up, looks to run himself now as he's got a hole. Tries to get back to the original line, does. He gets about six on the play as he's shoestring tackled by Pikes, number 55, Frankie Jeffco, the senior. Frankie's had a good game for Pike. Said his he, uh, name a lot. Yeah, he uh, he's done a great job. I'll he, tell you, Frankie J is a fun name. Yeah. I bet he's a fun guy. <laughs> I just bet he is. With a name like Frankie J, you got to have a, you got to be a lot of fun in there. Frankie J. Jeffcoat on the stop. Fourth down and long. Lee Scott's going to keep the offense out there. McKelvey stands in at QB. Four minutes and 15 seconds left in tonight's action. Pike is bringing pressure. They blitz nine guys, and McKelvey's running it. Right side breaks through the line. He had enough of a gap, but Cade Renfro gets him around the waist. If and it, it stops him after four, and that's turnover on downs. Yep, if he could have just been just a, a little quicker to that spot right there. He's gone. That's right. Pike has not played with safeties tonight. They have brought, they brought everybody up close. All 11 almost to the tackle yeah. box every time unless they've got to put cornerbacks out there. So maybe like eight guys in the tackle box at all yeah. times. There are no safeties high, and yeah. they are like, we're going to bring it every time until you find a way over the that's top, right. and there's yeah. just no way to block that. No, and we've not found a way to get it down deep. So there's the turnover on downs. Pike picks up after 37 with four minutes to go in tonight's action. Five wide receivers set. As Eubanks claps. No step drop, throws downfield, overshoots his receiver. Yeah. Jackson Booth, forgive me, actually fixed the roster there. That's Mario Davenport he overshoots. You know, Eubanks had his receiver stretched out. That's not one you want to catch if you're a receiver like that. He was, he could have taken a shot. When your vehicle is in an accident and it's not drivable, what do you do? You call Auburn Express Towing and they provide the lift you need. Own a business and need a vehicle moved, call Auburn Express Towing and they get them out of there. Offering 24-hour towing services, Auburn Express Towing specializes in parking lot and private property towing at Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing located at 615 Opelika Road. Under four to play here, and Eubanks throwing yet again. Throws this one out into the flats to Davenport, and Miles Zachary stands him up and throws him out of bounds. Good job. Good defense. Man. Right there. Good defense. It's got to be pretty awkward on the Pike sideline when you're the one guy over there and you just threw their teammate out of bounds. That's exactly right. That's a tough guy move right there, but for Miles Zachary, I like it. Okay. <laughs> that was the sophomore. Turns around yeah. and says, You in what army? Yeah. <laughs> he came out. I guess his helmet came off. Trying to fix it. But that's effort still. That guy's right. still hitting hard and playing to the end. Yeah, 28 to nothing. Three feet. So you got to be proud now. of it. That's right. Still sticking it out there. Trips for Pike at the bottom. Eubanks is throwing on third down and ten. Loads up, throws a bomb downfield, looking for Davenport. Blown up downfield. That's Anderson Grimes in coverage. He was step for step with one of the fastest receivers in AISA. Hey, he was right there with him. Now, I'm not sure he couldn't have got a flag thrown on him, in my opinion, but he, hey, good job in coverage in, I guess, you know. Grimes chops it up. 
and uh, he's joined with some Pike uh, some Pike fans, students I would presume over by the chain link fence on the far sideline. And uh, this might be on sportsmanlike conduct is one of what one of the officials is signaling at the moment. Whitehead's coming out to talk. Question is, is this against Lee Scott that's going to negate what was a beautiful defensive play? Or is this going to go against Pike? Because there's something in the backfield on Pike. There's something at the line of scrimmage here as well. There's two penalty markers out there on the field. I really hope this does not negate a beautiful play by Lee Scott on defense. Yeah, that would be too bad. It would be a tough break for the Warriors. White Hat having a conversation with Reeves Kuhn at the 35. Another official having a conversation with Buster Daniel. And uh, this head official had Reeves, uh, Reeves Kuhn's attention there. Uh, looked a little bit more stern than, uh, hey, what, what do you want to do on this penalty, yeah, right? He did. But you need to, you need to behave. Now all the officials are converging as these two teams are separated. I miss what happened. I was looking downfield, watching the play downfield, as well as some jawing between what I think it would be Pike students on that far sideline yeah. chain link fence. Looks to be, and then they were having a conversation with Anderson Grimes. Lee Scott has their punt team on the field to receive. This is a long wait. Still waiting to see what our yeah. officials got coming for know. us. He's out here now. All right, holding now they, on Pike. Now their coach is pretty upset. That now. is declined. And then dead ball, personal foul against Pike after the play, I would assume. And that's a 15-yard penalty that's showing up on fourth down here. So I have no idea what any of that was about other than what was just given to us there. It took so long to work it out. And both penalties were against Pike there. Yeah, and Coach White on the sideline not happy no, on Pike's not. end. No, he's not. This game has been chippy. Yeah. They hit hard, both of these teams do. And that's kind of a testament to the physicality of tonight's ball game. Well, and to good coaching, I think. And, and to the fact that I, and I think Lee Scott's proven something tonight. We're not going to be pushed around. No, they proved that last week. Right. But, I mean, this is a team that it, it was physical last year and chippy last year, oh, yeah, too, and they didn't are. let them push them around tonight. No, no, not at all. Pike with some late arrivals into their punt formation. 3.43 left in the ball game here in the fourth. High snap, Davenport brings it down, kicks this one. Straight to McKelvey, catches it, blows by one. Now trying to string it out of the right side. Stiff arms, crosses the 45, up to the 40. Penalty flag comes out late. Not sure if that is on a block or if that is on a late hit because I didn't think that was enough to warrant maybe a late hit there. I, I think it's going to be on a block, I'm afraid. This one might be going against Lee yeah. Scott. That's going to negate yeah. a Knights punt return for the Warriors yeah. as they are walking back inside their own territory now. Yeah, I think this is. It does. Yeah. There's going to be the 10-yard foul against Lee Scott. Pulls him back to the 41. 46, excuse me. All the numbers are running together now late on a Friday night. You're right. You're right. First down at 10, 332 left in the ballgame. Pike 28, Lee Scott 0. One more possession to go now for the Warriors, presumably. Let's see if they can cap it off on a positive note. Pike starter still out on the field here late. Yeah, they are. Mm. 
Ryan Deering playing some quarterback now. Myers in his backfield. They'll go Myers. Myers hit around his waist. No yard short line of scrimmage. Nowhere to go. Loss of a yard. Second down and 11. Busted into the backfield. Couple of Pike players, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, there were several. I think the big name of the game right here is their lines, their defensive line and offensive line. We've just not had an answer for it. 2.55 to go in tonight's action. Trips to the right for Ryan Deering. One wide receiver out to his left, so he's got four out there in the formation. Deering rolls to his right. It's a flood play. Looks downfield. Takes the shot play. Looking for McKelvey. Overshoots him. Threw it to a great spot, though. That was in play. That was not going to run McKelvey out of bounds. No. Just took him four yards down the field. So there you have it there. Third down at 12. And a warrior down. Excuse me. Warrior down on the backfield. Haven't quite got the number yet. Yeah, I think number that's two. Darren. That is yeah, Darren. Yeah, yeah. Darren gets up, comes off on his own. Once again, didn't see what happened. He's looking downfield to see what the result of the play was going to be. He must have took a hit. He must have. I was not watching either. Tate back in at quarterback. 242 left in the ballgame at third down at 12. 28 to 0. Pike as the ball game reaches its twilight minutes. Lee Scott going to drop to 1-1 one one in region play, but still very good position for second place in the region as Pyle drived into the backfield. Staying over the top of him was Frankie J. Jeffcoat. That was not a very fun play for the Warriors as the handoff was given to Jonathan Myers and while I was on the ground. Might have had some words for him, too. Yeah, I think uh, Frankie J. had to wait on the... Wait him to hand him the ball to Myers that time. My goodness. I don't know that anyone touched him, though. Fourth down and 17 after the loss of five. Two minutes to go. Roll later will punt. Rugby style, end over end. This one going to take a roll. Once again, he's so good at getting that extra roll. This one tucks inside the 30 up to the 28-yard line. 151 left. Lee Scott's record after tonight, 1-2, one 1-1 and two, one and one in the region. Went over Glenwood, though, paves the way for a pretty good spot for these guys to finish second and host a playoff game. That's what's important about this first stretch. I think if you went into this year and you said to any Warrior fan, you said, hey, we're going to be 1-2 and two after these first three games. You're going to have a win in the region. Yeah. You would have took either one of them, whether it was Glenwood or Pike. That's exactly right. Because you're going to be in a good spot. Yes, sir. So, very big win. Last week, yeah, and this week, I think there's some things that you can learn from and carry into the next stretch of games where they are very winnable. Pretty much every game left on the schedule, it's all winnable from here. They go Wildcat, right side of line, bouncing off three Warriors or so. Can't make out the numbers this far away on the far sideline. Massive humanity will be credited with the tackle yeah. and three yards. Three. Yeah. Thank you, pick up three yards. 
Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guy is towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing. Offering 24-hour towing services, AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. Take it out at six. Pike still in the Wildcat formation. Direct snap, stringing it out to the left side. Great And job. tackled in the backfield. Looked to be Dallin Bush. No. Chandler Forgive Martin. me. Chandler Martin, the junior Chandler linebacker. Martin. Yep. Chandler Martin. Good job. He did a great job that time. On the carry there was Cam Baker. 45 seconds left in counting in tonight's ball game. Glenwood 28. Excuse me. Don't know why I said Glenwood. Pike 28. Lee Scott 0. Yep. Uh, winding on down. Pike is going to move into first place in the region tonight. Still has to play Glenwood later on in the season. So they will snap and go. Right side breaks through, tripped up, had some space to go. Penalty markers coming out here late. This one at the feet of number 53 for Pike. So at the feet of Connor Jones as we got 50.2 seconds left. 15.2 seconds to clarify. Yep. Play went for about five, strung out to the left, uh, to the right side. Excuse me, that was Ian Foster who was hustling. He was tripped up around his feet. And Connor Jones, a 6'5", 280 tackle. Ten yard holding penalty goes against Pike. This is probably going to be your last play of the ball game. 15.2 seconds left. Into the Wildcat formation. Slee Scott comes downhill. No safeties high. This is Davenport. Davenport cups up field. Lee Scott can't bring him down at the point of attack, but the Warriors do recover, get him six yards down the field with five seconds left. Joseph Ward looked to be in on that one, was the first guy to hit him. And the clock stops with 1.3 seconds left. I don't know. And now they run it. That's it. There's your ball game. Pike 28, Lee Scott 0. Gut punch for the Warriors tonight. Yeah. But. There's very, still a lot of games left on the schedule. Very physical game, Noah, on both sides. I think Pike, Pike, you know, they gave some licks, but I think Lee Scott gave some back. I think Lee Scott stood their ground. Lee Scott played a very good football team tonight, and that very good football team moves to three and one, two and zero. Oh. Lee Scott drops to one and two, one and one. Warriors fall 28 to zero to Pike. Wasn't the result that you wanted, but at the end of the day, like you said, you stood your ground, you played hard, you played physical, yeah. and I think these guys hung with, in my belief, after watching some teams that played in the state championship last year and yeah. seeing them play Lee Scott, in my belief, this was the best team in the state I tonight. I think you're right. I think you're right. They really, really look good, look big, strong, fast. Uh, maybe not as fast as they have before, but very good football team. We're going to head to a quick break here. When we come back, we wrap up the ball game in your post-game show. Noah Gardner, Larry Huffrey with you in just a moment. Pike wins 28-0.
The official motions for quiet. That's Ed from Auburn Bank looking over another commercial loan application. He's assessing the capital needs of the small business. Long-term local relationships are his specialty. The client's liking it. They're really liking it. They love it. Exactly the hands-on experience they were looking for. Another local business with the capital they need for a big win. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn. We live in a world that is constantly changing, and the Car Stereo Shop is changing with it. The Internet has created options for shopping and a misconception that your best deals are online. Not always is the cheapest price your best deal. Here's what you can expect at the Car Stereo Shop. Competitive pricing, quality products, a sales staff with outstanding product knowledge, the best warranties, and the best customer service. Come by the store at 1914 Opelika Road or visit us on Facebook or Instagram. Our family serving yours. That's the unique experience of our home pharmacy. Your one-stop wellness shop for the whole family, including prescription compounding for people and pets. Offering COVID and antibody testing, as well as the COVID vaccine. Plus a gift shop, boutique, coffee bar, and hand-dipped ice cream parlor. Whatever makes you feel good. And our home pharmacy is all about safety, with drive through curbside pickup, and delivery available. Stop by at Moore's Mill and Ogletree Road and follow Our Home Pharmacy Auburn on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Whether you're a senior golfer or pro athlete, high school football player or little league superstar, injuries are sometimes just part of the game. When it happens, it's nice to know the orthopedic clinic is here to get you back in action. The team of physicians at the orthopedic clinic offer the latest in treatment, procedure options, and complete rehabilitation for knees, hips, ankles, spine, and more. Don't let aches and sprains or more serious orthopedic issues keep you on the sideline. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Sometimes you can't control your circumstances, just like you couldn't control that texting teenager ramming into the back of your new car. Or wildlife deciding to take a moonlight stroll in front of you on the highway. There! Oh, dear. But you can control how you react. When your vehicle needs a lift, call Auburn Express Towing at 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, your hometown attorney. My roots run deep in Auburn, Opelika. It was on these gridiron fields where I learned to win on Friday nights, just like I do today inside the courtroom. This season, let me be on your winning team. Our firm specializes in family law, criminal defense, car wrecks, and DUIs. You can visit our website at alsolaw.com or swing by our brand new office at 114 North 9th Street in downtown Opelika. Alsterbrook Law Group, proud supporter of the Lee Scott Warriors. This is the Lee Scott Football Post Game Show on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Back on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Noah Gardner here with you for the Lee Scott Football Post Game Show. Pike defeats your Lee Scott Warriors 28-0 to take sole ownership of... First place in the region tonight, Warriors dropped to second place with a one and one record now, one and two overall, one and one in region play. 28 to zero victory for Pike once again over 
your Lee Scott Warriors. Look at some of the statistics tonight. Pike did their damage in the first, second, and third quarters. Lee Scott put up a goose egg in the fourth quarter, seven in the first, seven in the second, and then 14 in the third. All of them rushing touchdowns. Pike did it differently today than they did it last year. They put it on the ground. They put two tight end sets. They ran the eye formation. It looked like it was 1975, and um, Pike got it done on the ground. Looking at what the Warriors did on the offensive side of the ball, looking at rushing yards tonight, Patrick Futch with 32, Tate McKelvey with 26, Ryan Deering with 11, Dallin Bush with 7, Jonathan Myers with 5, Anderson Grimes with 2, and Andrew Hahn with negative 2. Total look at the rushing yards for Lee Scott tonight. They finished the day with net 81 rushing yards this evening. A look at the passing totals today. Split pretty evenly between Ryan Deering and Tate McKelvey. Ryan Deering played a lot at quarterback in the second half. Ryan Deering finishing with 55 total passing yards and Tate McKelvey with 43. A look at the receiving totals today. Tate McKelvey finished with 37. There's your quarterback with 37 receiving yards. That's what I'm talking about. 17 for Landry Cochran, 15 for Grimes, 12 for Andrew Hunt, 9 for Jacob Larkin, and 8 for Patrick Futch. You look at tackles tonight. Lee Scott got a nice chunk of those as well. They finished with 33. Your leaders in tackles, Dallin Bush with six, Patrick Futch with five, Jonathan Myers with four, and Andrew Hahn with four, as well as several other Warriors getting in the mix as well. Working on getting Lee Scott football head coach Buster Daniel up here in the press box with us. When we come back, hopefully we have him up here in just a moment. You're listening to the Lee Scott football postgame show. Russell Building Supply and Home Center is just around the corner in a brand new convenient location with a wide selection of grills, hardware, tools, paint, lawn and garden, and much more. The new store offers more home improvement items along with other helpful conveniences like a drive through lumber yard and our best rewards program, making it an ideal destination for do-it-yourselfers and professional contractors. Get ready for game day on the plains by stocking up on all your Auburn tailgating gear at Russell Building Supply and Home Center. The Beach Boys, live in concert. Over five decades of timeless hits. October 5th, the Goose Performing Arts Center at Auburn University. The Beach Boys, 2021 Phil Flows World Tour. Tickets on sale now at goosecentertickets.auburn.edu. VIP packages available at thebeachboys.com and mikelove.com. You're listening to Lee Scott Warrior Football, brought to you by Auburn Express Towing on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Now, back to the action. Lee Scott Football postgame show. Noah Gardner now joined by Lee Scott Football head coach Buster Daniel. Coach, 28-0 loss tonight, but your guys fought to the very end. They were hitting hard on the defensive side of the football. Physical ball game. I felt like I went back 30 years watching the I-form with two tight end sets. What were your takeaways from tonight? Well, they, you know, we've seen the uh, eye on the on film a little bit, but didn't think they would do that. They've been a, a spread team, throw the ball all over the place, but so they came out with a little different wrinkle for us. We were able to line up against it, and I thought it did pretty well, you know, for the most part. Uh, you know, that's a really talented, big football team. You know, our guys fought the whole night, didn't give up, so I was really proud of that. Offensive side of the football, we're able to move it into Pike territory several times. 
throughout the night? What were some of the things that you were seeing on offense that maybe you now can work on moving forward after you get out of through this gauntlet to open up the season? <laughs> well, you know, it, we, we had the three toughest games to anybody on the season. So, you know, after this one, we're going to regroup. Uh, we got making these coming next week. But, you know, on offense side of the ball, we, we couldn't handle 52. 52 is a ball player. You know, we knew it's all on the film. Uh, wasn't sure we could block him. We're going to try to read him. Uh, That's when he was in a, a, a gap position, but they moved him out to a three technique, so that changed some of the stuff we were going to try to do. So uh, we just had a hard time blocking, you know, the, the guys up front. They were a lot bigger than us, um, and they just wore us down in the end. Said this a little bit later on in the broadcast tonight. You look at the schedule. You you go through these first three games, some of the best teams in the state, and you come out one and two and one and one, and you look really good for hosting a playoff game down the line. Somebody said that that was how you were going to start the season before the year started. I bet you would have taken it, or you said you would have said you wanted more, but you're probably pretty proud of you guys right now. Oh, absolutely. You know, and that, like I said, those first three games, man, I, I would have taken one and two. You know, two and one would have been a lot better, and three and zero been great. But you know, <laughs> I'm telling you, those first three teams we played were uh, you had two defending state champions and one defending runner-up. Um, so I mean, you know, now we can regroup, and I really feel like we can win out. Now we got to play good, go good football. Um, can't make mistakes like we did tonight. We got to do things. Everything we do has got to be the right way. Uh, but you know, I like our chances the rest of the season. And uh, but we got to go back to work and get all our bumps and bruises healed up, and uh, go to work on Monday. Coach, before I let you get out of here, you got your granddaughter with you. I bet yeah. you that's what it's all about. Well, that puts a smile on your face. You know, I, I wasn't really happy I was talking to Coach White, and, you know, she came up behind me and uh, wouldn't let me come talk on the radio without her, but that's okay. I'll take her wherever she wants to go. But, uh, you know, that's, that's what I do this for, you know, uh, take care of my grandkids. And, uh, you know, I can be at home sitting in my recliner. Um, but, but I love coaching football. I love being here at Lee Scott. And, uh, you know, this is what I look for after the games. Coach, I appreciate it. Good luck. Thank Back you. in practice next week. I look forward to seeing you next week. Appreciate it, Noah. Go Warriors. That was Lee Scott football head coach Buster Daniel here on the Lee Scott football postgame show. We'll wrap up the broadcast when we come back here on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Whether you're a senior golfer or pro athlete, high school football player, or little league superstar, injuries are sometimes just part of the game. When it happens, it's nice to know the orthopedic clinic is here to get you back in action. The team of physicians at the orthopedic clinic offer the latest in treatment, procedure options, and complete rehabilitation for knees, hips, ankles, spine, and more. Don't let aches and sprains or more serious orthopedic issues keep you on the sideline. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Our family serving yours. That's the unique experience of Our Home Pharmacy, your one-stop wellness shop for the whole family, including prescription compounding for people and pets, offering COVID and antibody testing, as well as the COVID vaccine, plus a gift shop, boutique, coffee bar, and hand-dipped ice cream parlor, whatever makes you feel good. And Our Home Pharmacy is all about safety with drive through curbside pickup, and delivery available. Stop by at Moore's Mill and Ogletree Road and follow Our Home Pharmacy Auburn on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Hey, it's Zach Blackerby with the Auburn Network, and I want to tell you about Workout Anytime. Workout Anytime is the newest gym in the Auburn Nopalika area. It's open 24-7, so you can work out when it best fits your schedule. I love working out there because of the great cardio options, free weights. They have individual training options, as well as hydrotherapy beds. They even have tanning. Go by and see what Workout Anytime has to offer. They're located at 501 Second Avenue in historic downtown Opelika, or give them a call at 334-737-6. Six, six, four, five. Your business of 20 years hits a major.
major growth mode. Then you realize you've spent 5,000 hours on conference calls, 8,000 hours in meetings, a million hours working late, all to take care of your customers. But you'll only trust your one true passion and your company's future to one bank, Troy Bank & Trust. Today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need, Troy Bank & Trust. Member FDIC. Glenn Smith Chevrolet Buick and GMC in Opelika is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We believe that high school athletics builds character among young people, and we're honored to lend our support. We're in a great area to live, play, work, worship, and retire. Now in our 29th year, we are your Chevrolet Buick and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet Buick GMC. Get ready to smile. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you. Online at theorthoclinic.com. Now, back to the action. Noah Gardner and Larry Humphrey with you on the Lee Scott Football Postgame Show. The Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you. Online at theorthoclinic.com. Dot com. Final score tonight, Pike defeats Lee Scott 28-0. They move into second in the region, as or they move into first in the region, rather. And Lee Scott sits at second now in the region after their win over Glenwood last week. Lost to Pike tonight. They split with the two best teams in the region. They're in the driver's seat for their own destiny to host a playoff game. Gets a lot easier from here out. If you were listening to the Buster Daniel interview previously, once again, we want to say thank you, Buster Daniel, coming up here and speaking to us, talking to us after this ball game. And um, hope to have him every week. After ball game, and uh, I think you know, coach looks at that that schedule moving forward, and uh, I think you can see some real opportunity. I think you're right. You know, I think he's looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, putting this 28 to nothing to Pike behind us, and uh, going out and winning football games from here, and putting smiles on our faces and everybody's face here. Next week's homecoming, they take on Macon East Academy, and Macon East was a team that beat Lee Scott last year by three scores. It was a good ball game it was at a times. Good ball game. It was not. We did not get beat by 21 points, but it or about the three scores. They scored late, if I remember right, yeah. Noah. And um, we played them a good game. It's a game that we could have won. And Macon East has lost some of the players off of that team that they had last year. They were really talented last year, had some speed in double-A. They now come into Lee Scott's place. And Lee Scott's the revamped program, and Macon mm-hmm. East is the one trying to shift some things around. They lost a Valiant Cross in one of their first games of the season. So that'll be the task next week. Still focusing on tonight, though. What are some things that maybe Lee Scott maybe learned tonight against a really tough opponent in Pike, a team that is is going to be looking to try and repeat as state champions? Well, they're looking at they uh, they got hit in the mouth, but they stood up and hit back. Uh, do not run from folks. Stay there. Trade blow from blow. And I'm just sorry that they didn't get to trade point for point. You know, uh, I, the, I can go ahead and say it. They got they got beat by the bigger team, bigger, stronger, faster team, and sometimes you do that. And um, and like you say, just learn from it, and learn to just uh, when you get hit hard, hit back. Uh, stay in control of your body, stay in control of your mind, but just always be a fighter. Hey, coach, from the interview that we had with him a few moments ago, coach seems to be proud of his team's effort yeah, and the intensity I, that they brought out there. Yeah, it never stopped. I, I can't. They didn't. They didn't quit. They didn't quit the whole game to the last play. They didn't quit. You could see a desire and a heart right there of wanting to win. 
And that's what matters with this team because you knew that there was going to be some tough games here to start. You got beat. You got beat in that first game bad. It was forty-one to three. It was yeah. a tough loss. Uh, there's no other way to ride it. But yeah. then you came back and you beat your big rival, yeah. and you 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 came away with a huge win. Put yourself in a great position in the region. You you got better and you punched back. And then tonight, it may have not have gone the way that you wanted it to, but next week, do you punch back? And if you do, there's yeah. a real bright future yeah, for this team. I, it, it is. And, and I, I really, they got beat 28 to nothing tonight, but I think that they improved as a football team tonight because they, uh, they did not quit. You know, like we say, they, uh, they learned some things. They learned what can beat them. They learned some new stuff that they can do a little bit better. And this Monday, put it out there and practice on it and then go to work for next Friday night. My quote from last week with Mr. T saying that in order to have a comeback, you first have to have a setback. That kind of applies to this moment right now. Yeah. A little bit of a setback tonight, but still improvement, I think you could say. Uh, yeah. And a lot to learn about yourself. Sometimes taking a loss like this tonight where you play a really physical team, it's good to knock you down a peg and say, hey, we're not done yet. There's some stuff to do. It can make you mad. It can make you tougher. And uh, that's something that these guys can carry with themselves down the line across the rest of the season. Final score tonight, 28-0. Pike defeats your Lee Scott Warriors. That does it for our broadcast of Lee Scott Football, brought to you by Auburn Express Towing on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Warriors fall to Pike, 28-0. Our next broadcast will be coming to you live next week from Judd Scott Field as your Warriors host Macon East Academy for homecoming. I want to take a moment to thank our sponsors, the Orthopedic Clinic, Auburn Express Towing, Alsobrook Law Group, Goose Performing Arts Center, Russell Building Supply, and all those who helped make tonight's broadcast possible. As for myself, Noah Gardner, my broadcast partner, Larry Humphrey, our cameraman, Robert Humphrey, and our statistician, Ken Gardner. I hope you all have a great evening. Until next time, go Warriors, and God bless. You've been listening to Lee Scott Academy Football, brought to you by Auburn Express Towing on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Also brought to you by Also Brook Law Group, Googe Performing Arts Center, and Russell Building Supply. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. Thanks for listening.